0: Hello, everyone. Well, did that make air episode 13, or 12 more than Emily's reasons why not ever had? Hi, I'm Brian Wilmer, joined by Ed Barnes, and uh, the old pipes are kind of feeling it a little bit tonight, Ed. Wow.
1: Well, it sounds like I, I might have to carry the load a little bit here, because I know that you were recovering from... Well, it sounded like some sort of a nice little uh, viral cold sinus infection, which... Um, Those are just a joy starting around this time of year for about the next, you know, three four months i'm um, really looking forward to hearing about how everyone is sick um and and i don't exclude myself from that knowing my health history so um you know congratulations brian for really kicking off that other season that we have going right now uh beyond whack friday season and um, you know peppermint mocha latte season that we've officially <laughs> gone into i went back and listened to one of our past episodes the other day we have moved on from pumpkin spice latte season and we are officially into peppermint mocha latte season
0: yeah i was gonna say i flipped past uh dan patrick earlier today. Lord knows why. But I uh, I saw him drinking out of a red Starbucks cup. So yeah, that tells me we are officially in peppermint mocha season.
1: Mm, Well, you know, I remember talking to people and this has happened on more than one occasion where they are very excited when they are able to get their first Starbucks cup, first red Starbucks cup of the season, I should say. And uh, I gotta say it kind of worries me. (laughs) It does. <laughs> of all it does. the things to
0: be excited about in december it's like yeah I get to see my friends get to see my family get to have some time off work but no screw all that i'm about drinking my first starbucks of the season
1: well you know i also do remember people during the presidential election that were you know i i actually remember talking to someone who said i'm dragging a little this morning and i said yeah don't you usually drink a big coffee in the morning and they said well I went to Seven Eleven and they were out of the Obama cups, so I didn't want to get a Romney cup. <laughs> uh, really happened. See, if you're if you're a real
0: hardcore coffee drinker, screw all these different cups. If you're a real hardcore drinker, just get it in a, in a big gulp cup and be done with it.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think that that might be the way to go. I think that you know you might as well. Like, I, ha- I drink a ton of water and I have for a long time now and this has a lot to do with the fact that, um, well, when I was 17, I had my first of four kidney stones as they run on both sides of my family. And if you haven't had one, don't. They're excruciatingly <laughs> painful. Because
0: you have a choice in that matter obviously.
1: Uh, well, the water does help flush out your system and I haven't had, uh, I've had one over the last decade or so, whereas I had three in the span of you know, a few years where I wasn't drinking as much water and eating far more dairy. So you can positively affect change in that regard to use some nice corporate lingo. But uh, I have a, a reusable water bottle that I, you know, bring the car with me and whatnot. How you don't have one of those if you're a big time coffee drinker, I have no idea. Yeah, but the way
0: you said the whole kidney stone thing, it makes it sound as though, it's like, yeah, um, you, you have control over your kidney stone destiny. You you don't have to have them. Although, I guess if you're in a situation like you were, uh, you're a lot more aware of what's going on around you and what you can do to prevent the, uh, the stabbing pain that a friend of mine, by the way, has had 16 times.
1: Dude. Yeah. might want to, I mean, look, it, there's got to be some way that you can do something about that. Like, I I, I used to have a lot of dairy and I used to not drink a lot of water and through reducing dairy and increasing water I have seen myself have fewer kidney stones now is that going to work for everyone no not necessarily but I, I would think that, that you can make some changes on on this front you know these are calcium buildups in your kidneys maybe you just want to try to take in less calcium <laughs> I don't know
0: Well, uh, as always, with any advice we dispense on this program, we are not officially licensed professionals, so your mileage may vary.
1: I actually am wearing a white lab coat right now, so you can believe everything I say. (laughs) By the way,
0: we were talking about 7-Eleven before we move on with the actual introduction of the program. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) We were talking about 7-Eleven a minute ago, and something I was wondering. In 7-Eleven, they have the Slurpee machines and all that stuff. Why Hmm. did they not take one of those Slurpee machines and turn it into an iced coffee machine?
1: I thought they did have an iced coffee machine, but it's not like an iced Slurpee. ice coffee Slurpee. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It seems like that would just be, you know, hey, 7-Eleven, if you would like to pay Brian some uh, royalties for that idea, I, I think you could get cracking on that and just make a fortune. Absolutely. Um,
0: Especially if we roll
1: it out in the summer, though. Yeah. Maybe we want to wait for the season to pass and just focus on the pumpkin or the I'm sorry, peppermint. Coffee that you're selling right now. Pumpkins out.
0: Well, especially with, uh, you know, all the bankers and finance people and lawyers and stuff in Charlotte, it would probably sell well. Although, uh, when you think of the weather out here, tomorrow it's supposed to be 74, and then on Sunday it's supposed to be 38. So.
1: Oh, well, speaking of what's good for the immune system.
0: <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I should be just about done with the whole sinus infection thing right in time to get another one. So uh, thank you, Mother Nature.
1: Well, that was actually – I was working uh, a uh, basketball tournament in Las Vegas for ESPN over the Thanksgiving holiday. And one of the people from ESPN had come from Maui where they had been working the Maui Invitational. And she said that almost everyone in the truck was sick by the end of the tournament. Now, whether that was one person who played Outbreak Monkey for the entire truck, I have no idea. But (laughs) the idea of a bunch of people coming from places like Bristol, Connecticut to Maui – Hmm. Seems like that might be a bit of a shock to the system.
0: Well, yeah, that and plus, you know, sitting in a uh, confined truck in close quarters with, you know, styrofoam coolers full of half warm water. I mean, that's that's really good for the immune system, too.
1: Absolutely. It is. Yeah. People wonder why that I've taken to carrying a little baggie full of emergency packets when I go (laughs) and work in those situations. People like you always seem to be having those. Are you sick? No, I'm trying not to be sick. Yeah. See, there's that, and there's also this stuff called Halo that's out
0: there, where if you're around a situation where there are a bunch of germs, you can spray it. It's like there's three sprays that go in your mouth, and it's supposed to keep you germ-free for like six to eight hours. I use that stuff. I love it.
1: Wow. Um, I will seek that out and immediately start using it while traveling during the winter months. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, wow. Um... And I know I've told this story before, but I'm going to dust it off one more time, no pun intended, when you hear the story. But I had a flight to Denver where I ended up sitting next to the stereotypical dirty hippie girl where she had like the bad braids because she just hadn't washed her hair kind of thing, not because she was just making some sort of braids, you know, that kind of thing. And the best way I was able to equate the smell was – the must that you get when you remove camping equipment from storage after a uh, winter. <laughs> uh, so it sounds like the Halo would have been very useful for that trip, um, and I think that that's something a product that that my uh, my beautiful girlfriend may be interested in because I was on the internet while on the plane describing the situation to her. And she is, uh, you know, she's very much uh, someone who, I think calling her a neat freak is not an insult in any way. I think she'd probably be like, yes, I like to keep things neat. There's nothing wrong with that. And as I described the situation to her, she said, yeah, do you know that um, peppermint? She actually has peppermint little hand sanitizer that she carries in her purse. Mm-hmm. And she said that she would have started spraying it all around her. <laughs> as, as this person started sitting down and then said she would have basked in a glow of peppermint salvation and i said if those people who make that hand sanitizer now don't want to call that peppermint salvation they're missing out on a great opportunity
0: yeah see that's that's the thing there are two different types of people there's the pejorative germaphobe which you know it makes it sound a lot worse than it is and then there's the people like you know you and me, who are a little more germ-aware. We're we're not over-the-top paranoid about it, but we're aware of what's going on around us, and so we try to take every step to prevent any of that from entering our bodies.
1: Plus, with the history I have uh, with, with illness and sinus problems and things of that nature, I need all the help I can. So... I might be drinking a emergency airborne cocktail while spraying halo into my mouth for my next flight. It might come to that. I'm not really sure. By the
0: way, uh, my father asking us while we uh, while we do this show. And for those of you who are not aware, if you only hear us on the recorded side, we actually do this live, and then uh, end up producing the podcast that you listen to. It whatever you choose to do while you do that. Um, He's asking if there's a survivor kit for professional radio guy types to keep your throat lubricated in in situations like this. Um, there is kind of. Uh, there's, I don't know if you've seen them yet, but there are these halls cough drops that have like double the menthol in them that that cough drops normally have. Um, those help. Uh, are with, those
1: for the people that just can't fire a pack of newports?
0: Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, they were out of parliament, so I'm just gonna double down on these halls. That's that's one thing. Uh, another trick that a lot of people don't realize, and actually to tell somebody this the other day, a radio trick, if you find that your voice is kind of cracking or varying in, in tone or whatever, if you drink caffeine, it paralyzes your vocal cords so your voice is more even.
1: Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm going to now slam a Red Bull. <laughs>
0: You know, it's, I just realized we're, what, eight minutes into the program, and I haven't told anybody how to reach us. Oops.
1: I was just going to mention that, but,
0: you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> uh, DTMA Podcast, Twitter, go there, now.
0: Yeah, you can You can uh, tweet us, at to that make error. You can also email us at DTMApodcast at gmail.com. Um, we do check that. We check it during the program. We check it while we're not on air. Send us a big question. Send us your thoughts. Uh, make fun of us. Throw insults, whatever else. Just make sure you spell my name right. That's all I ask.
1: That's pretty – yeah, that's – you know, I I think that that's an accurate thing. You can pretty much say whatever you want. Just please get our name right. That's all the respect we're asking for.
0: Yeah, see, I actually almost made my Twitter handle, it's Brian, not Brain, uh, but I I haven't (laughs) gone with that yet.
1: You know, uh, uh, that's a fair thing. I mean, I can – how many emails a day would you get that uh, are addressed to Brain? Uh, It depends. Let's see.
0: If I look in my spam folder, probably 30 a day. If I look in my regular folder, maybe
1: two. Okay. Well, you know, it's good that you were able to set the spam filter to filter those out for you. At the same time, if someone is going to mess up your name, it could be a lot worse. Such as? Unfortunately, I don't have a good example to back it up, but yes, I am brain. I mean, come on. That's like worse things could be said to you. Yeah, true enough, I guess. I, yeah, no, just, damn it. I can't come up with a good example to back that up, but oh well. What are you going to do? <laughs> don't worry. About 20 minutes later, I'll interrupt whatever we're talking about to come up with the example that I've thought of.
0: Yeah, we were uh, we were speaking of big questions. I don't know that we really have a big question this evening. I, I know that we had one on the last program. I can't remember for the life of me what it was, um, so if it comes to me, then we'll use it. If not, we have tons and tons of updates and stupid criminals and everything else to run us through the entire program so no worries there speaking of updates by the way you mentioned you had one on one of the infomercial products we were talking about so i'll turn it over to you for that update
1: i absolutely do brian uh if you remember the product that we were talking about a couple shows ago and i believe it was the one um let's see i believe it was episode 11 which was brad Kitt, son of Knight rider <laughs> yes um that one was we, – we talked about a bunch of late-night infomercial products, and one of the best ones was the ceiling product that would allow you to take a screen door and make it the bottom of a boat. And uh, as I said, float 90 miles from Cuba if you so chose. <laughs> right. And um, I'm very happy to let everyone know that they now have a clear version of it. So they have an updated commercial where the bottom of a boat is no longer a screen door, but it's a piece of plexiglass where they have drilled holes every quarter inch in it. And then sprayed the clear sealant over that, and the guy is paddling along where you can see all the fish through the bottom of the boat. So that was very exciting to see that update. I'm sure that that's going to get them tens of more customers that they have a clear version. Um, you're excited, I know.
0: Yeah. Now now with the clear seal, our product Barry bonds to everything in your house.
1: Hey! <laughs> i see what you did there
0: yeah (laughs) sorry you know infomercial joke
1: i I still just think that our guy has to be really disappointed every time he sees a commercial for something like that and he's like wait a minute how could they have worked a guy getting hurt into this commercial so i could scream ow very unrealistically (laughs) actually
0: speaking of by the way uh we have a question before we proceed proceed what happens if a fish knocks on the door Uh, it wasn't a door it's, it's a plexiglass piece. But I actually have an update on another one of those products. I actually bought a wax vac. You know, I, no I, don't, I don't know why. It was just one of those things where I saw it, and I keep seeing it in the store, and I'm like, well, I'm sick of using Q-tips, so I'll try this. And um, I, I bought it just to you know kind of test it. There are those, mm-hmm. those whack you know, morning newscasts on the weekends that bring in all these infomercial products to test. I figured I'd do that just with that just for the hell of it. Because uh, I've I've been known to have ear infections in my time. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really know that it does anything. I mean, my ears feel a little cleaner, but I, it just feels like you're, you know, running a, some kind of motor in your ear. It's not it's not really it, – maybe down the road I'll notice something different, but I just – I don't yet.
1: So they need to up the suction on it so it's more like the flow bee for your ear?
0: Uh, Yeah, pretty much. I should feel my brain being tugged toward either side of my head.
1: That might feel really good. Yeah. For all I know. Um, now, the bigger question is, since I still have not figured out what Vine is really good for, did you Vine yourself using it for the first time and screaming? Or is that just not <laughs> happened yet? No, actually... Is that how that guy's reel is actually online, by the way? Does he just have a Vine channel from all the different commercials he's been in? <laughs> he needs to. Um, yeah. Strangely enough, I didn't
0: scream when I used it. I, I figured you know the first thing I was going was to do was to put it in my ear and go, ah! But luckily it didn't hurt. Uh, I didn't have any adverse reaction to it. I just... I don't really know what it did. It didn't really seem to produce a whole lot of earwax or anything. Maybe my ears are just clean, or maybe it just doesn't work. Who knows?
1: Hmm. Well, uh, um, I, I just I, I, I must say that I am always intrigued when I see it. I go into the drugstore. It's inevitably on an end cap where they have a bunch of the made-for-TV products, and I'm always looking at it just like it's 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 interesting. They got, they got my, my, my lovely lady friend the other day, and she, she brought home the cat's meow.
0: Uh, now, see, how does that work? Because, as you know, I have two rescue cats. I have to know how this works.
1: Now, it actually has absolutely captivated our cats. But it also seems to make them quite aggravated or uh, aggressive, I should say, um, for quite some time after you finally put it away. Because when it's out, they don't leave it alone. Okay. Uh, we, I, have, I have two cats and one of them will be immediately attacking it, and this is the way that they always kind of are, where one of them will just dive into whatever new thing he sees, whereas the other one sits back, tries to figure out how it works, and then when he plays with it, he's got it dialed in and knows exactly what to do. So, of course, the first one just sits there and is, like, chasing it around and jumping over on each every side of it, trying to grab the little tail that you see sticking out from the little yellow, and for people who don't know what this is, what it basically is is there's a yellow... God, I don't know what kind of material it is, but it's kind of like a a, there's a a plastic stand in the middle, and it sits on the floor, and then there's a yellow kind of uh, I think they call it a a skirt. Actually, is what they call (laughs) it, which I know sounds funny, but you know. Yeah. And then there's a little rod, and then there's a tail sticking out from the outside of the yellow piece of fabric, and it goes around in a circle and will randomly change directions, and your cat chases it and plays with it and, you know, according to the infomercial, gets exercise, um, <laughs> which is a funny concept too, but <laughs> – one of the cats will go and play with it right away, and then our second cat has just sat there and watched the first one tire itself out, jumping all over the place, and then realizes, uh, if I just lift up this piece of fabric, then I can just go right to where this thing's coming from, which is immediately what it did. And that one's over it at this point. But for one of the cats, it works really well.
0: Yeah, see, I, I kind of had the same situation with my cats. I have one that's, you know, balls to the wall, and the other one that's just kind of and sit, sits back and observes. But... If it tells you anything with the one who is constantly running and jumping and everything, I had one of those like fishing pole kind of things. It's you know a little uh, wooden plank kind of thing with a with a toy on the end of it, and it's set up like a fishing pole. And oh yeah, I'm holding the thing out in front of me. And for those of you who know me, I am not a short individual. You know, I'm six five or so, and I'm holding the thing out probably about maybe I don't know a half a foot to a foot above my waist. And the cat jumps up in the air and pulls the toy off of the fishing pole to the ground from that height. And I'm just like, yeah, that's not going to work anymore.
1: Uh, I actually bought one of those at a supermarket, at, the, at our local supermarket. Was walking through the aisle for something else, saw that. was like, you know what, I bet they'd enjoy it. And there was a little spot where I could kind of wedge it into a window um, you know, a sliding window so I could put it into the track of it and just hang it there. And they went absolutely nuts for that thing. Um, and I actually, in a weird way, felt bad for the fish that was on the end of the line because <laughs> it was so beaten up by the time that they had pulled that thing off it. It just looked so pathetic that I kept thinking if this fish ever has a thought, it's just please kill me now because I don't want to be swatted at anymore. <laughs> Now, the thing is, is now that they've pulled that first fish down, we did buy a second fishing pole, but that first fish, for for whatever reason, still captivates them. If I just grab it and there's a little ball inside and it rattles, and if I shake that at one end of the house, they will come sprinting from the other end of the house, no matter what they are doing.
0: I still don't understand cats. I, I really don't. Yeah. I, I love them, but I don't understand them. It's like, you can go out and buy them a $50 toy, and they're just kind of nonplussed about it. You put down a little, you know, five-cent grocery store bag or something like that and they play with it for 5 hours.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, the pack of four four plastic balls with, you know, a bell in the middle of them. Hours and hours of entertainment for those cats. Cats meow, eh, you know, 20 30 minutes maybe, but then you're going to need to take it away from them because they're going to start tearing up the rest of the house.
0: Yeah, we uh we have another item to update on the program. We talked to you last week about the Black Friday death count. Uh Ooh. we are now up to 7 deaths and 90 injuries after this past uh weekend. We had let me let me count really quickly because again everybody knows math is not my strong suit. We had 10 stories from this week's Black or this year's Black Friday and we had uh let's see one death and we had let's see Fifteen injuries this year.
1: Now, I heard a, I heard a story over this last week, and I don't want to provide too many details about who I heard it from because, you know, it, once you hear it, you'll understand that <laughs> you know, this is probably not something that is, you know, <laughs> was intended for public consumption. But we'll keep all of the names and, and too many details out of it. However, um, they I was assured that this is a completely true story. Okay, And uh, so Thanksgiving, um, this person I'm talking to goes over to, uh, you know, uh, their spouse's family's home for Thanksgiving dinner Mm -hmm. and their spouse's older brother. uh, I don't remember is either former or active, I believe active military. Dinner goes goes along, everything's great, you know, good time, great turkey, great stuffing, so on and so forth. And then after dinner, the older brother, uh, you know, disappears for a little bit and then comes back dressed like he's ready to leave the house. And everyone's like, wait, where, where are you going? And he's like, oh, uh, I'm headed out to do some shopping. And I'm like, Really? You're going out for stuff? At, you're going to do some shopping? And he's like, yeah. Oh, hold on, I forgot something. He goes. He comes back into the room with a pistol that he's putting into his pants, <laughs> a holster <laughs> on his pants, and then says, oh, yeah, now I'm ready to go to Walmart. Wow. Now, if that's not a reason to not ever go shopping on any sort of post-Thanksgiving Black Friday sale, I don't know what is. Now, I understand that this person was doing it because he thinks everyone else is crazy and he wanted to have some protection or defense, but if that's the level that you feel like you need to go to – I think we've gone too far. Yeah. Uh,
0: in fact, let's go over a couple of these stories because we like making fun of stupid, uh, you know, shoppers and everything else.
1: This okay, one. Before we do, can I actually yes. get to what you what, what Jerry just said in the chat room?
0: Okay. Go ahead.
1: He says, "Could it be implied that Black Friday deaths and injuries are a way of thinning out the herd?"
0: Not the Colin Cowherd program, I'm assuming.
1: No, not, 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 not that heard but i'm talking about the idea of natural selection where the weakest you know are eliminated <laughs> from the gene pool i i actually jerry i i applaud that theory that's um i feel like the rest of us can all see how ridiculous this completely is but um you know apparently some people just need a deal on that 32 inch lcd television that badly
0: well uh speaking of television this this kind of hits close to home a little bit a uh, video posted to YouTube Thursday appears to show a screaming mob fighting over flat-screen TVs at a Walmart in North Carolina during the Retailer's Black Friday sales.
1: Man, you know, for for as much credit as we give Florida for having the dumbest people, you sure have managed to come up with a lot of stories that are happening in the Carolinas.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm surrounded <laughs> by idiots. It's one of those things. I can't avoid them. All, uh, driving,
1: to your home, all driving to your home city to buy a gas.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, uh, the video shows at least 50 people crowded around the televisions When several people start pushing and shoving each other With one man throwing another to the ground A, wo- a woman's voice is repeatedly heard screaming Oh my god uh, Several police officers stood by but did not intervene Eventually a Walmart worker broke up the fight Probably one of the ones that was striking on Friday the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the YouTube user who posted the video online Told us he recorded it at a Walmart in Elkin, North Carolina He says he was kicked out of the store for recording the video
1: because that's the problem. Yeah, the exactly. The fact that he was recording the video was the problem. Not the fact that they were having a freaking Royal Rumble over flat-screen TVs. And by the way, if we can get Jim Ross to call these, I think it's all – I mean anything <laughs> with Jim Ross calling it is is better. But if we're going to have a woman shrieking, oh my god, why can't we get Jim Ross in there? Oh my god, King!
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's Target's music. Uh-
1: now – now I have another idea that I need to share with you immediately. Yes. You're going to have to help me remember what is the name of the wrestler – oh, the – gosh. Uh, the the ECW wrestler who um, beat up someone with a vacuum. New Jack. New Jack. Black Friday shopping with New Jack.
0: <laughs> See, the, the funniest thing about him, and I, I still say this even years after he's retired – there were two funny things about him, and if you ever go back and watch any of his matches, which you need to on on YouTube, there's still some out there. First of all, his ring music was NWA's Natural Born Killers, and and it played throughout the entire match. It didn't stop once he got in the ring. You know, <laughs> they're like six minutes into a match, and it's already on loop, and they're they're playing the song all the way through. There's that, and then he comes out with the uh, the shopping cart full of weapons, and uh, you know he has all kinds of stuff in there like a pizza cutter and a cheese grater and a vacuum. Um, I think one time he had a piñata in there. I mean, all this random stuff. And that's, to me, that was what made New Jack, New Jack.
1: Sir, do you need a cart? No, I brought my own for my Black Friday shopping. Thanks.
0: (laughs) See, that's what you need to do. You need to show up at Walmart on Black Friday with a cart full of weapons.
1: (laughs) Now, how many times do you think this song would have to loop through before he was done with his shopping? (laughs)
0: Probably ten or fifteen. You actually, you could have the uh, the the Kenny Rogers Jackass assortment of weapons. You you could have cattle prods and bats and everything else in that in that shopping cart.
1: I have a feeling that New Jack would start to play the Bat Fitcher five thousand with his teeth with people <laughs> that didn't know they were about to be playing. <laughs> Just a thought.
0: There was uh, apparently a second violent outbreak over the flat screen deals, and a woman was slammed to the ground by police. See. What you need to have, that's that's what we need to do. For, forget all this other stuff. Just let WWE wrestlers be security at, like, Walmart and stuff. You know, have Stone Cold Steve Austin working in one store, have The Rock working in another one, have New Jack working in one. and See, thats that's the way you fix all this.
1: So I guess then you could tell where they expect the most danger to be based on the level of WWE superstar that shows up.
0: <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's like, man, I went out to buy a flat-screen TV, and Al Snow was working security.
1: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Really? Man, Fandango is here? Oh, man, they don't <laughs> care about this place at all.
0: God. Some, uh, some more Black Friday stuff. A 29-year-old shopper was pepper-sprayed and arrested Thursday in a New Jersey Walmart <laughs> after arguing with a store manager about a TV and attacking an <laughs> officer police set.
1: Uh, Please tell me there are more details. What was the argument about this TV?
0: uh, Let's see. Uh, Richard Ramos of Newark was charged with disorderly conduct, aggravated assault on a police officer, and resisting arrest, according to Garfield Police. Police working at the store on the busy shopping day were dealing with a separate altercation where a woman in the infant section spit on another woman's child. Oh. goodness. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah. When they tracked down the man, uh, sorry, I I left out a sentence. When when issuing that suspect a summons, they heard a man nearby shouting obscenities. When they tracked the man down, store security asked the officers to make the man leave, Uh, police say. They tried to escort the man out, but he spun around and grabbed an officer's shirt. He continued to struggle as police tried to handcuff him. According to the Star-Ledger, police eventually had to use pepper spray to subdue him. He was scheduled to appear in court Friday, police said, and was held at a Bergen County jail in lieu of $10,000 bail.
1: Hmm. Saving a couple hundred on a flat screen, 10,000 bail. Couple hundred on a flat screen, 10,000 bail. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's not worth it. I just, I don't know. I'm just, I continually don't quite come back to, yeah. That's oh that's a oh, Jerry in the chat room is full of of good ideas today. Did 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 either of us see the throwdown between two women where one of them whipped out a taser and lit the other one up? No, I did not hear about that. One. Uh, yeah, there I, a I link you can provide us with Brian. You have that story?
0: I, I saw the video. I I don't I don't actually have the uh, the link in front of me, but I did see the video. Uh, and it was interesting. That's the uh, the best way to describe it. Um. <laughs> Apparently, I, I forget where it was. I want to say it was Philadelphia, but that's probably wrong. But uh, apparently someone decided to pull out a stun gun on another shopper. <laughs> Which, I mean, why not?
1: Well, uh, you, know, according to our, you know, according to our military friend from earlier, what do you think? I'm going to go in there unarmed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, uh, let's, let's see what else happened. We had an 11-year-old girl who got trampled by uh, shoppers at Walmart in Arkansas.
1: Why are you letting your kids into the store, parents? Uh, Isn't that child endangerment right there? Uh, You think real parenting?
0: (laughs) An employee uh, at the Newport, Arkansas Walmart was injured during the Black Friday sales event. Uh, Customers got over anxious, and the employee backed into an end cap and fell.
1: Now, the great thing, though, is that I picture whatever was on the shelves, the end cap, of course, just raining down on him like a sea of basketballs or whatever the heck it was. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. I really hope you didn't you know, back into the end cap full of fitness weights or something. <laughs> that might cause a concussion.
0: See, I can just picture, like, Yakety Sax playing in the background while this happens.
1: I'm still standing by I, – I, I need to make this video. I've talked about it. But it sounds like now that all the footage is out there, I need to compile all this footage and then put it's the most wonderful time of the year underneath it. It just seems like a natural.
0: Oh, we, uh, we have the story that my father's referring to. Um, okay. This Dateline Philadelphia, I was right. Uh, this courtesy City of
1: brotherly love.
0: Yeah, this courtesy uh, WPVI Channel 6 in Philadelphia. Uh, Black Friday shopping turned into mayhem at the Franklin Mills Mall when a fight broke out and it was all caught on camera. Oh, boy. Uh, Michael Napolitano, who's a shopper, said, quote, We hear like a little argument going on in one of the stores. Next thing you know, the manager kicks these people out, unquote. He was at the mall at 2 a.m. when two women and three guys started fighting. Because that's always a good time to be in the mall.
1: Mm. You know, I just... I hear about people at the mall at 2 a.m. on a day like this and I think that's the, this might be the only time when I think this in my life shouldn't you be at a bar?
0: <laughs> the next sentence makes the whole thing though. It says his instinct was to pull out his camera phone and start rolling.
1: That's, that's that that is a, a, a amusing yet extremely troubling trend in our society. That people see trouble and no longer think, hey, maybe I should help. They simply think, wait a minute, what setting should I use to get the best video? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's not It's not about, oh my gosh, that person is going to drop something. Maybe I should help them. I better film it so I can upload it immediately.
0: What's the best Instagram filter for catching a woman right. punching another woman?
1: Hashtag no filter.
0: Uh, quote, They make it to the ground, and I hear a taser going off, and I thought it was a security guard breaking it up, unquote, he said. A woman yelled, no, stop, and tried to break up the fight, but got shocked by the stun gun and backed off. On the video, a toddler can be seen in a stroller nearby just a few feet from the fight.
1: Hmm. Again, I should mention,
0: this is at 2 in the morning.
1: What time was that infamous class in in, uh, Florida? (laughs) Don't tase me, bro. That's, that wasn't Florida, right? It was actually. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually thought it wasn't. I thought it was University of. Uh, it was. Let's <laughs> see. I think that was actually in the middle of the morning. Pushing a kid around <laughs> in a stroller. Um, look again. I, I feel like I need to ask. Um, Chris Rock had a very funny bit about talking to a girl at two o'clock at a club on a Wednesday and she was saying she had two kids at home and he was wondering what are you doing in the club when you have two kids at home. What are you doing with your kid in a stroller at two in the morning anywhere? By the way, you uh just so you
0: know, you brought this on yourself. I just thought i
1: I thought I was going to get a tablet.
0: Ow! See, we just need to play that before every Black Friday update from now on. much. Um, We (laughs) – I can't believe this. We had a uh, stabbing in Claypool Hill, Virginia, which I know my father knows where that is. Uh, (laughs) Reports are confirmed by Tazewell County 911 dispatch, that in southwestern Virginia in the Coalfields, by the way, that a stabbing occurred Thursday night around 6.30 p.m. at the Claypool Hill Walmart – Sheriff Brian Hyatt tells WVVA television in Bluefield, it happened in the Walmart parking lot, he said two, two men, 61-year-old Ronnie Sharp of Russell County and 35-year-old Christopher Jackson of Jewel Ridge in Tazewell County, were arguing over a parking space. This escalated into a threat with a firearm, and then Hyatt said Sharp used a knife to cut Jackson on his arm, slicing to the bone. Ooh. Uh, Yeah. Sharp is charged with malicious wounding and brandishing a firearm. Police said uh, that they seized a rifle from him as well. Jackson, the victim, was treated at Clinch Valley before being taken to jail. He is charged with disorderly conduct and assault and battery, both misdemeanors.
1: Brick killed a guy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Jeez, man. You know, the thing that I just don't understand is... I, I know I said this last week, but it bears repeating. Have you heard of the internet? Do you know that there are lots of deals there on lots of websites too? <laughs> Amazon.com has a lot of stuff like way cheaper than it usually does for a few days. You could have gotten it there probably with free shipping. Most of and it was jewelry, had... but whatever. What's that?
0: Most of it was jewelry, but whatever.
1: Dude, I got an Xbox game for half off. I got a new Assassin's Creed game for like 30 bucks.
0: See, I was going to get Madden 25, but I I bailed on it.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, but it was just one of those things where it was like, hey, well, if you're going to sell it to me that cheap, uh, might as well get it now. And then I could just wait to open it for three months if I wanted to experience what it was like to, you know. (laughs) get the game at that price, I mean...
0: <laughs> but now the question is, before you go to open it, do you have to, like, throw yourself down the steps and punch yourself in the face a few times just to get the full full uh, experience?
1: Yeah, I do, I do. I, I really need to do that. I need to scream at a few people, I need to shout down some women uh, that are pushing kids around in strollers at two in the morning, um, because that's awesome, by the way. I just, I really can't get past that. <laughs> that, was, that not only did someone tase you, but taste you in front of your child that was in a stroller a few feet away
0: by the way my my father asking the question of can you imagine what it would be like if there were bars in Walmart's? uh there are bars in walmart's people believe it or not i've seen this people go to buy like bottles of scotch or or whatever and they'll actually open the bottle and drink out of it and then scan it at the front of the store
1: seriously yes Okay, I've seen people do that with candy bars, I've seen people do that with a soda, Yep. Um, maybe a bag of chips, but wow, that's kicking it up a notch. I have literally never seen that with any sort of booze.
0: Yeah, I saw some neck, uh, he'd just come back from hunting or was going hunting or something like that and bought a bottle of beam and just cracked it open right there in the store.
1: Well, it should make for a fun drive home. <laughs> oh
0: yes, gosh, <laughs> I'm the most sober guy out here. Um, this this one kind of hits a little close to home for you. A uh, a man was hospitalized early Friday morning after being stabbed during a Black Friday event at a Carlsbad, California mall, according to Carlsbad oh. police. Oh,
1: <laughs> see, really? Yeah, <laughs> and to these people, I not only do I mention. Things like the internet, but do, I, do you know that they legalized the weed out here? Just chill out, everybody. Come on.
0: <laughs> at least it wasn't Chatsworth.
1: Well, then that would mean that everyone would be wearing a condom.
0: Uh, yeah, I was going to say somebody getting stabbed out there would be a lot worse. It um, would be different. Just after 12.30 a.m., police received a report of a stabbing at the Westfield Plaza Camino Real Mall located at 2525 El Camino Real. Spanish is still hanging in there even with a fatigued voice.
1: Don't worry, I know exactly Special. where that is.
0: Uh, According to officers, an 18-year-old man whom they identified as Javier Covarrubias uh, stabbed another man in the stomach outside the mall's entrance. Covarrubias reportedly then fled the scene on foot with another suspect toward the Movie Max Theater at the mall.
1: Yeah, I know exactly where that is, too. That's um, that's probably about, uh, depending on how many traffic lights you hit, somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes away from where uh, I'm currently speaking. (laughs)
0: Uh, arriving officers detained and arrested Covarubius, but were unable to locate the other suspect. That suspect was was identified as a thin male, about five foot nine, who was wearing a dark hooded sweatshirt and dark pants at the time of the incident, or basically everybody at that mall, probably.
1: I was going to say, good luck with that description.
0: The uh, stabbing victim was transported to an area hospital where he underwent surgery for his injuries, according to police information regarding the extent of his injuries and current condition was not immediately available. Covarubius was booked into the Vista Detention Facility on charges of assault with a deadly weapon
1: you know that's like something happening around a college uh, you know co- some college's fraternity row and you know the description being uh, the suspect was a young male believed to be in the 18 to 20 year old range wearing a co- wearing a polo shirt and cargo shorts you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> good luck folks have fun and then there's
0: this black friday story I'm just going to read the lead, and then I'll tell you where this happened. And you can just imagine what may have taken place. Uh, At least one person has been injured as a chain store sales promotion descended into, quote, bedlam, unquote.
1: Oh, so it's either going to be Texas or Texas
0: or Oklahoma. Um, You are not correct on either count. What? What? Asda stores across Northern Ireland were scenes of chaos, according to callers to the BBC.
1: I really thought your bedlam reference was Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. (laughs) Now, once I whiffed on it twice,
0: maybe it's just me. Um, You know, my my people are at least you know fifty percent Irish, but uh, the thought of Black Friday in Northern Ireland seems a little more violent than most Black Fridays. I,
1: I. I didn't realize that the concept of Black Friday had spread outside the United States.
0: Well, see, there it's just Friday.
1: But was there some sale going on that, that caused this?
0: Uh, yes, there was, actually.
1: Right. So <laughs> are we trying to take our violent shopping holidays worldwide? At what point are our shopping holidays become a mixture of shopping and rollerball? <laughs>
0: I am you know Vinnie, I'm, I'm Vinny Jones for Black Friday. Dude,
1: we never – got to say we have not taken the proper time to talk about Vinnie Jones on this show.
0: No, we have not.
1: No, I mean because you know about what's going on with him, right?
0: Um, Not fully, so you may want to educate me and our
1: listeners. Well, he's got skin cancer. Wow. Yeah. Now, the fact that he hasn't just taken skin cancer and ripped it out of its his body and, like, beaten it down. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of surprising, but he has talked about how he's he's 48 years old now, and um, and he you know he says quote I have faced the biggest and ugliest lads on the football field and been in some nasty bar brawls, but this is my toughest and scariest opponent yet. Um, so he uh, he had a lump removed, discovered it was malignant melanoma. Said he has two further operations to remove lumps from his eye and back of his head. Wow. So. Um, just got to say, man, that's – uh I would – I'm not betting against cancer. I'm not betting on cancer on this one. I'm betting on Vinny Jones to just beat it down anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't take like a kitchen knife and cut it out.
1: Yes, he didn't explain to the cancer that my gun says Desert Eagle .50 on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cancer is a garlic breath tosser.
1: Now, the thing that was weird is, is, uh, is I quickly Googled it. Uh, the, it brought me to the Sky News site, and it has a picture of him. And the caption says, Jones, who lives in Los Angeles, partly blames the sunny climate for his condition.
0: <laughs> Those of us from the UK, man, we can't take the sun. We love it, but we can't take it.
1: Yeah, I you know, I just got to say, because it's Southern California – you can find sunblock pretty much everywhere. That might be something to carry with you at all times. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm pretty much armed with SPF anywhere between 70 and 105, pretty much at all times.
1: If they could make a halo for the sun <laughs> to protect your skin, <laughs> I would probably be buying it. And I really wish I could tan. I can't tan. Yeah, see, If I... I get a lot of sun, it will just go from okay, I'm not burned, I'm not burned, ouch. That's pretty much the progression. Yeah,
0: my skin type is transparent, and pretty much I go from uh, white to burned. There's there's no real in-between for me at all.
1: So that's uh, – that is one thing, though, that people – it always cracks me up, but people are like, hey, man, do you surf? It's like, does, does it look like I surf? <laughs> does it look like I'm able to get out much? I spend most of my summers inside of – big rig trucks that would produce television out of. No, I don't... <laughs> I wish I had more time to be in the sun.
0: The uh, the Northern Ireland brawl... Uh, we should probably get back to this, just to, just so I don't forget it. Um, Asda said it had full security teams in stores and extra colleagues to assist customers in the aisles. Uh, in an Asda store at the Westwood Center in West Belfast, a woman was taken to hospital with a suspected broken wrist after scenes that a customer described as bedlam.
1: Hmm. I have another business idea, Brian. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, have you ever – I know that you've seen these signs at the airport about vacation insurance. Um, not out here, but I know what you're referring to. Okay. Now, one of the things that I definitely can tell you, and I don't know if you have been down close enough to the Mexican border to see these signs, but have you ever seen any of the places offering Mexico insurance? Uh No. Is a real thing. I promise you that it is a real thing. Okay. Okay. How we have not gotten to the point where people are offering Black Friday insurance, I have no idea. <laughs> this seems like a natural, doesn't it? You'd think, yeah. Um, of course, you'd
0: probably. It's you'd find it's like you know uh, the the car warranties that you buy at like used car places where you find uh, it doesn't cover trampling or kicks to the head or uh, somebody pulling a weapon on you, or any of these things that might normally happen on Black Friday, it only covers the things that would never happen to you anyway. Like, you know, you get uh, shot in the calf with an arrow from from a 45-degree angle or something like that.
1: I just picture the the commercial being, you know, some guy uh, probably in his early 50s walking around with a slight limp wearing, you know, nice, nice khakis and a polo. If you're like me, you'd like to save a buck or two. Sometimes the best deals can be found on Black Friday, but a couple years ago, when I tried to go in to get a flat screen, my knee was injured to the point where I'm always going to be walking with this limp. If I had had Black Friday insurance offered by Allied American Insurance Company, which may be a real company, and no, I'm not trying to plug them, I just, <laughs> it just seemed like the most generic insurance company name ever. Of course. You know, if I had Black Friday insurance by, from you know Allied American, I'd have coverage that would have helped my family through the time where I couldn't work because of my injury.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, apparently, they they did decide to tell us what happened at the Northern Ireland store about what nice. what was going on. Um, hundreds of people, and, and again, we're using uh, British here or UKish. So if I need to translate uh, for those of you listening, I can. Hundreds of people queued outside the shop from o five hundred GMT. For cut price goods and included television sets which were reduced from one hundred seventy nine pounds to ninety nine pounds.
1: Okay. Now queued up means a line. Yeah. Okay, in case anyone didn't know. And pounds, that's what that's what their money is called.
0: (laughs) It's it's like the British pesos.
1: (laughs) British pesos is awesome. By the that way, sounds like a good name for a bar. Actually, go to the British Peso for a drink.
0: How bad is it that my my redneck voice is better when my my voice is uh, shot than it is when I I am normally at full strength?
1: Uh, it might be telling you something about the redneck voice. <laughs> yeah, the British Peso, the bar at your local Walmart. Uh,
0: <laughs> they had twenty four TV sets on sale at that price. That's it. That's it
1: some inventory together Ireland let's go
0: see I can only imagine how people prepare for Black Friday in Northern Ireland you talked about the guy you know bringing a pistol Northern Ireland they probably bring like you know shards of glass and uh you know little homemade bombs and grenades and all this other stuff in Northern Ireland those those people don't play
1: I'm trying to remember what is the game is it curling or hurling you know what I'm talking about, where it's, it's, it's like, um, oh man, oh, I'm going to flame out on this one so horribly, but I, <laughs> it's like one of those games that would show up on ESPN2, when ESPN2 first launched and it was you know, midnight, and you'd see this game where, oh, man, um, but still, some of the sticks that they use for some of that stuff, that would be um, that would be perfect, that would be good weaponry. See I mean, there's got to be like maybe a chain, just simply a chain.
0: Yeah, and you have to wrap it around your, your knuckles.
1: Yes. I'm going to send you, as I think I've found one, I'm going oh, to send you a picture of what one of these Irish hurling sticks looks like. Um, so you enjoy uh, <laughs> thinking about what kind of damage could be done with one of these bad boys. This is like the reverse uh, mugshot <laughs> reveal.
0: Okay. <laughs> wow. Um. I, I would imagine somebody might um <laughs> might get a rectal introduction to one of those
1: things so, well, it's got a handle like a baseball bat, but then at the <laughs> bottom it kind of flares out into this flat paddle that's not that big either um so whatever way you decided to use it on someone, that to hurt.
0: that looks like something the fraternities would use to haze their pledges.
1: It's like something that Kevin Bacon was thinking thanking you, sir, and having another for in Hannibal House. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. Wow. <laughs> See, there's there's some other stuff that we need to talk about, too, uh, regarding stupid fights. Um, in fact, let's talk about people fighting over food because that it seems to be a common thing this week. On Black
1: Friday? Uh, yeah. I have no idea why, but um, – Before we move on, can I add one, one quick thing to that Ireland story? Y- yes, you may. You had 24 of those flat-screen TVs. Mm-hmm. That is very much the equivalent of every local car ad where they're like, we're selling this car for $11,000. And then you read the fine print at the bottom, and it's like two in stock.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The worst, though, is those car ads where they have, like, the 30-minute infomercial for the local car dealership. And they show some random blonde chick with the with the guy, you know, running the dealership. And they, they show the... Uh, you know, all the people who work on the lot driving up in the car, and the, the guy tells you about the car and everything. And, you know, if it's the holiday season, they have, like, the car lot worker rolling in and a Santa hat. It's only $99 a month, and you look down at the bottom, and it's, like, $99 a month for the first three payments, and then it goes to, like, 369 a month.
1: I have never seen a half-hour infomercial for a local car dealers. What?
0: You are missing out, dude. If I can Ooh. find one, I'm sending you the link to it. Seriously. Sounds like
1: good television.
0: It's uh, It's quality quality television it is something absolutely you must see
1: uh, you know i think the only thing that might be able to rival something like that is when they did the live commercials aren't those the best <laughs> yes yes they are love the live commercials and now we go out to so and so forward with this commercial you know where they're having a huge sale this weekend and then they do you know they sell out the entire break for them to just do a 90 second live spot or something <laughs> god those are awful
0: Dateline, Spartanburg County, South Carolina. Deputies say a fight over macaroni and cheese landed a man in jail charged with assault. Go on. I'm intrigued. The Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office responded to a home on Hammett Store Road in Lyman on Sunday, which, that's no, that's not what you find in Sprite. Uh, it's actually a place between Spartanburg and Greenville. Uh, oh. a, a man told them he confronted his son about missing cheese packets from a box of macaroni and cheese. Uh, an incident report <laughs> said, said the man's son, Alex Rossi, chased after him, punching him in the face and head. The man said the fight left his eye bleeding and bruised. Oh, boy. Uh, deputies say Rossi told them the fight did start over macaroni and cheese, and he did punch his father in the face, but his father hit him back. Deputies said Rossi had no visible injuries. And the blood on his hand was not his own. Rossi was charged with assault and battery third degree.
1: Uh, so, did you just. Um, I have so many questions. Uh, now, this broke out over missing cheese packets? Yes. What were you doing with the cheese packets? Did you just figure that other food you'd make would be so much better if you mixed it with the craft cheese?
0: See, what I'm going to guess is that he was making, like, ramen noodles or something like that. And he's just like, you know what? This little seasoning packet isn't getting it done. I need to add some cheese to this. Give it some body.
1: I don't just want chicken ramen. I want chicken cheese ramen. <laughs> Which sounds disgusting, by the way. Yes. Yes, it does. That sounds really bad. Uh, you know... I, I, we talked about it before on this show. I love me some macaroni and cheese, and it could be as simple as just a crap macaroni and cheese. It's good, or you could make it the super fancy macaroni and cheese where you start adding things like bacon or, or whatnot. It's all good, man, but doubling up on the cheese, that would be too much <laughs> if that's what was happening. If, if If this guy was just doubling up on cheese – that, that would not be good.
0: Well, first of all, uh, my, my father says that mac and cheese is worth fighting over. and Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, in most cases, it is worth fighting over. But I'm reminded of uh, something that a friend of mine tried in college. Uh, luckily, he was of legal age, uh, so it's okay if I relay this story. But he had seen in some place where they had macaroni and cheese made with beer cheese. Ooh. So uh, he decided that he was going to partake in a dorm room experiment. And uh made some craft macaroni and cheese, except instead of putting in milk, he put in PBR.
1: Yeah, that's not That's really not how, how it works. It's <laughs> really not how that goes. <laughs> he uh, uh he made it
0: and took about a bite and a half and said, I immediately regret this decision.
1: Well, yeah, because now you first of all you gotta hope you have another box. <laughs> Second of all, you're gonna have to reboil the water. You're yeah. gonna have to remake the pasta. And then you, you've delayed yourself a long time now from eating. You're probably really hungry, and at this point, you're probably finding a drive through of some other equally regrettable food.
0: <laughs> there isn't equally regrettable food than, than PBR put in your macaroni and cheese?
1: Well, I don't know. I guess it depends on how you feel about something like Taco Bell.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, that's one of those where you, uh, you shame eat.
1: That's a lot of shame at this point, and I know that my view of a place like Taco Bell is shaped by the fact that I live in Southern California where uh, large quantities of cheap and actually good Mexican food are available Like, every three blocks, if not closer together. There is a 24-hour drive-through within a three-minute drive of where I live right now. There was a 24-hour Mexican place within walking distance of where I last lived. (laughs) This is important information when you move anywhere in the greater San Diego area or anywhere in Southern California. Where is the closest 24-hour Mexican place, and is it something that I can only rely on when I'm drunk, or is it something that I can actually have at any time? (laughs) Because at the last house that I lived at, that was a place that I only wanted to go to when I was intoxicated. Because at that point, all food is going to taste good at 2 in the morning. Well, of course. Right. But thankfully, the one that I uh, have near my house now makes a great breakfast burrito that they serve all day. So there you go.
0: There was uh, actually another fight over food, believe it or not. Okay. Dateline Fairbanks, Alaska. A Fairbanks man looking for a piece of pie the day after Thanksgiving has been charged with felony, burglary,
1: and assault. Oh, boy. What kind of pie was he looking for? (laughs) Um, Jokes, (laughs) Jerry. I know it's coming. Come on.
0: (laughs) Uh, Fairbanks police say 26-year-old Kyle David Wilcox unsuccessfully tried to talk an East Fairbanks apartment neighbor into sharing an apple pie, and after a fight broke out, both received minor stab wounds. The man with the pie told police that Wilcox, to the surprise of no one, appeared to be drunk as he sought a piece of the pie and forced his way into the apartment with another man. The man in the apartment told police he defended himself with a steak knife and was wounded as he struggled with the intruders. Wilcox remained jailed Tuesday with bail set at $15,000. The state court database does not uh, indicate that Wilcox has an attorney. So again, to, uh, to use your, your pricing rationale, piece of pie, $15,000. Piece of pie, $15,000.
1: I would also have encouraged the gentleman inside the apartment who had the pie and then had to defend himself with a steak knife to have tried to just flat out lie to the drunk person because he's drunk. (laughs) All you got to do is be like, look, man, I'd be happy to – You know, I, I can't give you any of this pie, but I got a cooler full of beer outside. Why don't you just go and help yourself? Oh, he's gone. What do you know?
0: By the way, uh, my father mentions the Weather Channel in the uh, in the chat room. I, I said this earlier on Facebook, but I'll say it again here. I, I kind of laughed when they announced that Sam Champion from Good Morning America was joining the Weather Channel, and uh, Jim Cantore was saying how this reaffirms their commitment to weather. And I'm just like, yeah, just like those reality marathons that you show every night reaffirm your commitment to weather.
1: Mm-hmm. The Weather Channel has reality shows.
0: Yes, they do. They have three or four of them, actually.
1: What, what what is it, just the camera? (laughs) Here's the weather.
0: No, they have a show like – And
1: they cut in a bunch of people talking about, I didn't think it was going to be this cold today. I'm glad I brought my extra jacket. Like
0: how do you – I think they have a show called, called Prospectors or something like that.
1: On the Weather Channel. Yeah. See, about the only thing that I could see on the Weather Channel would be something like Storm Chasers, and I think that's on another network.
0: No, that's on the Weather Channel
1: too. Okay, see that one. That one I can actually get. I, I get it. You know, they saw Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt doing whatever the heck it was with <laughs> at the time. What was pretty good CGI, and thought, "Hey, we could make a show out of this," uh, except without the. Really awkward love story that was going on while they were chasing storms.
0: <laughs> what the one where where Bill Paxton ends up with Hal Hunt or sorry Helen Hunt?
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was uh, that was a little weird. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> that, that was one of those movies where I saw the theater I was like oh this is kind of interesting and then I saw it at home without the huge screen in front of me I was like this is awful.
0: <laughs> we're uh, we're going choose your own adventure again here. And I'll let you choose from one of six different things. Six? Yes. We have a man arrested for the second time for the same charge. Um, A woman arrested for providing haircuts. (laughs) Okay. A a game resulting in fail. Um, Bad news for a married couple. Uh, Two women fighting. Or... um, Pepper spray gone wrong. What was the last one again? Uh, Pepper spray gone wrong.
1: As enticing as that is, I'd like to start with the two women fighting and follow it up with the haircut story. Okay. (laughs) I
0: I intentionally didn't uh, reveal too many details about these stories. Video footage shows a pregnant mistress in a wedding gown getting into a brawl with a bride during a wedding reception in the Chinese city of Shenzhen, according to GeoBeats.
1: Of course, all I could think because of a horrible person is did they, like, do the deal where they would run at each other and then jump and keep their legs like they were <laughs> running before they tried to kick each other and all that stuff? With some you kind know. of techno
0: song in the background? <laughs> yeah, I'm such a
1: horrible person.
0: If you are, then I am too.
1: Yeah, one of them ran up a wall, the roundhouse, the other the face. <laughs> Was Uma
0: Thurman involved somewhere? Let's hope not. <laughs> the, uh, the groom and others tried to separate the women, but the brawl continued for several minutes with pushing, screaming, and the occasional body blow. Uh, okay, you know where I'm going now. You know exactly where I'm going now. Yes.
1: <laughs> body blow, body blow. knockout! Ding, 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 ding. God, I love that game. Green mesh guy.
0: The, uh, the uninvited mistress is also shown screaming and pushing the groom while the bride weeps and holds her belly.
1: You know, (laughs) that takes a special breed of person to show up at someone else's wedding um, when you're a mistress and then attack a pregnant lady.
0: (laughs) The the brawl ended with both women, perhaps exhausted, sitting on the ground. (laughs) And then the final sentence makes it all. It is unclear if the bride will seek a divorce.
1: (laughs) They went through. Wait. See, I pictured it as, like prenuptials being completed um so this implies that this happened after they they officially completed the ceremony Uh, Or yeah it was through with it after
0: it was during the reception apparently
1: Okay, all right. Well, then that makes a lot of sense. Now, because I'm uh, – now, here's here's as a horrible human being thought of the week. Um, <laughs> do you think that the Chinese government was at all excited about the idea of helping to control the population with this move? Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Terrible human being. Thank you.
0: There are so many other things I could say, but they're just not appropriate for this program.
1: As opposed to what I just said.
0: Uh, mine's worse. Trust me. <laughs> wow. Mine is way worse uh remind me i'll tell you some time off air
1: I, I you know if jerry is referring to what i just said is that's where i went as well I, you know then I, I guess we're on the express train down to the uh <laughs> <laughs> down to the uh, the burning hell of afterlife together buddy
0: <laughs> you uh you mentioned you wanted to talk about the haircuts
1: yes i want to know who how you get in trouble for providing free haircuts
0: dateline longmont colorado A woman who allegedly offered topless hairstyling services in northern Colorado faces criminal charges. Police say the woman is not cutting, or the problems for the woman is not cutting hair without a top, it's cutting hair without a license.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Damn government! (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Every time I get a haircut, I do always notice that whenever I sit down, you see the little framed thing from the state of California department of cosmetology or whatever it is talking about Well, at first of all i really want to know how come the name that the person says to me never matches the name on their (laughs) certificate (laughs) hi i'm misty and it says like you know joan on there or something it's like what is this you is why did you tell me your name's misty
0: because she uses her stripper name when she cuts hair
1: yeah i don't understand you have a stage name to cut hair i don't really understand now this woman i'd understand why she had a stage name to cut hair see but this this
0: is the thing with me i mean i don't really have this problem because i shaved my head but every, every other time i'd ever been in a in a barbershop, my only real problem was uh, three different eddie murphy characters talking to each other
1: now I'm, i hate to tell you this unfortunately that, that you cut out so badly that i have no idea how the punchline went <laughs> I,
0: I was just simply saying that my my main problem with Uh, you know, going to a barbershop was just that I had three different Eddie Murphy characters talking to each other.
1: Oh, well, that would be a rough problem, especially because you've got, you know, look, I'm not going to bring up the reason why, why it's okay for, you know, why it's funny for black comedians to be in white face and not the other way around. But the thing is, is, is I would just want to make, I would end up talking boxing about people I don't even know, and then I'd get exposed as a fraud. That's where that would go all wrong. You know, uh, I, I do have to say that the idea of a topless barbershop does seem like a huge moneymaker. It does.
0: Uh, I, I did want to mention one thing before we move on. You were, uh, you were talking about, you know, black comedians and such. Can we stop encouraging Tyler Perry? I mean, I, I saw the Medea Christmas movie commercial earlier today. Enough already? Just let that guy,
1: you know, fade away in peace, please. You had a bit of a pause before you said movie. And after you had said Medea Christmas movie, or commercial, you said Medea Christmas movie, and then there was a little pause before you said commercial. Yeah. And I got really scared.
0: Uh, yeah, there's there's a a new Medea Christmas movie, and Larry the Cable Guy is in it.
1: No, no, no. What I was saying was, is before you got commercial out, there was a little bit of a pause, and I thought you were telling me that you actually saw the Medea Christmas movie. No, 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 absolutely. Because that. Might, I might just drop mic and leave this program if that were the case. Yeah. Because, you know, we might need a break from each other and maybe some counseling. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that does make me want to go back and watch the South Park where they feature uh, Tyler Perry slash Medea going around. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Back to the haircut woman uh, mm-hmm. to tell you a little more about her story. The Longmont Times Call reports 46-year-old Suzette Hall was arrested Wednesday night on suspicion of practicing cosmetology without a license. Hall's former partner says she advertised $45 topless haircuts online.
1: Um, <laughs> I really thought there was going to be some story about some guy brought his 16-year-old son to get one or something of that nature. But no, it's without a license to properly cut hair, which is kind of hilarious when you think about it.
0: By the way, to answer the question that's going around, no, there was not a brass barber pole in there.
1: Oh, well, that's too bad. I mean, but the fact that it's only one barber means that the other girls don't have to wipe down with one of, like, the Clorox wipes before they <laughs> do the dance. That always hey, – hey. I am not, I've, I've said this before. I'm not a strip club guy, but every time that I've been, which is only like I could count on one hand, each time I go, there is something that happens, usually fairly early that just ruins
0: it for me. See, I can just imagine now you walk into the barbershop, the lights go out, the smoke machine starts up. you know, <laughs> two Unlimited's get ready for this starts up. Ladies and gentlemen, come to the main stage. Suzette.
1: <laughs> that would be the question that I have following up on that is if you had a topless barbershop would that be a drain on you know the money that's coming in that you would also have to hire a DJ <laughs> Just get some kid with an iPod <laughs> But 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 your DJ in in the Gentleman's club is not just a DJ he's also a hype man as you just pointed out Yeah true true So I'm just saying that, you know, all of a sudden the expenses are starting to pile up. But
0: think about it this way. You can actually save money because whenever she puts on tassels, she can make them out of actual human hair.
1: Oh, well, that's a, a really disturbing thought now that you've brought it up, Brian. I can't wait to not think about that ever but it's, again. It's environmentally friendly, though. It is environmentally friendly. Uh, so it's $45 for a regular haircut. How much is your haircut if you have it done in the VIP room? <laughs>
0: There's no shampoo in the VIB room.
1: Well, that's, uh, uh, that's... That just got gross. Uh. <laughs> uh, ac-
0: according to the arrest warrant... Um, arrest her, warrant yeah, her, for cutting hair. Her former partner said that she'd advertised those $45 topless haircuts online. The partner called police about, this to- about the topless styling because, quote, she did not believe this was safe or proper, unquote.
1: So... She was reported because it wasn't safe or proper, and then she was arrested for neither of those things. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I just want to make sure that I, I really have got that dialed in, because the problem I remember hearing earlier in the article was not that she was topless, but because she was not licensed, and that why it was not – okay, all right. Um,
0: <laughs> Hall's ex-husband told police she set up shop in Loveland and offered services as Rebel Barber. He told police she applied for a nude license for hairstylists, but no such license exists.
1: So wait a second. She applied for a license. No such license exists. So then she just figured, <laughs> okay, well, I don't need one then because what I do doesn't fall under this license.
0: Uh, I don't know. Is that am See, I'm, I'm now my, – my dad mentions the this, this stuff about does she sit in your lap and she cuts your hair? You know, the whole thought of a, of getting a lap dance and a haircut at the same time really scares me.
1: Oh, man, that's, um, you know, I've seen various things on TV, mostly jackass type shows or (laughs) dare type shows or things like that, where the deal is, is you end up having to get a tattoo while they're driving along in a Jeep that's off-roading or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. (laughs) That really (laughs) freaks me out but someone just gyrating while using scissors around your head <laughs> is equally scary.
0: See, I have to ask a question though. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if this was the case, would you really be on, uh, on alert not to go get a haircut at like noon on a Tuesday? Why is that? Cause you'd get the, the second shift, uh, haircut person.
1: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. Um, what do you think the quality of the lunch buffet would be like at the topless hair salon?
0: <laughs> you can get You can get all the uh, all the ribeye you want for five ninety five
1: Yes, yeah that place makes a great cheeseburger.
0: <laughs> oh God, um, okay, so from here, you can choose from the remaining stories uh before we move on. Uh, we haven't made fun of any Floridians yet, which we need to do. Um, but you can choose from any of these four stories: uh, a man arrested twice for the same crime, uh, a game ends in fail, uh, bad news for a married couple, or uh, pepper spray gone wrong.
1: I'm very intrigued by the game that ends in fa- excuse me fail uh, fail. Well, if I don't hiccup right in the middle of it. So uh, your take ended in fail too. Yes, it did. <laughs> we had the, the losing horns, that we, they would be good right there.
0: Actually, I probably do somewhere, so... Oh, good. <laughs>
1: just just, just wait. Sometime in the next couple minutes, they'll still be appropriate. <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> We've completely lost control of the program, and uh, you know what? I don't really care.
1: I was just going to say that it's usually for the best.
0: Yeah, but see, the bad thing is we didn't even have a big question this week. We just kind of went into making fun of people and,
1: you know... Some people would say that that's better. <laughs> Although I, I think we may have to admit uh, obit the philosophy tag this week for sure.
0: Well, I've I've gone to the philosophy-ish tag as well. So,
1: have <laughs> we really? Yes. Is there any other show that comes up with that tag?
0: Uh, no, just us. We're
1: groundbreaking <laughs> shows here, people. <laughs> you realize what you're doing. You're listening to a groundbreaking program.
0: Years from now, you'll you'll be able to remember where you were when you first heard this. Exactly. Um, The the game with the fail, you've heard about the knockout game, haven't you?
1: In which there are several. It could be anything from a boxing video game to a basketball shooting game to people randomly punching each other, but I'm assuming that's the one you're referring to.
0: I am indeed. Yeah. Dateline, Lansing, Michigan. A teen ended up getting shot in the buttocks and arrested after failing at the knockout game. Shot in
1: the buttocks and arrested.
0: That's, uh, that's pretty special. Uh, yeah, and in fact, I think that's probably a good candidate to use this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marvell Weaver, 17, put his own twist on the game, in which a person tries to knock out another person with one punch by trying to use a taser on a man waiting for his six-year-old son to be released from school.
1: Wow that just there's so much wrong with that <laughs> um wow that that just really there's so much wrong with that i it, first of all this knockout game if we wanted to discuss that for a minute yes. uh, I wanted to know who thought that was a good idea <laughs> How did this become something that that is taken a hold in in anyone in more than one place Chris Brown maybe Would be a champion at it, you know, and that assumes that, you know, maybe he's in a rehab setting where they deny him his weed. If you heard (laughs) about that story. Did you hear about that? Briefly. Yes. You saw that part of the reason he was kicked out of rehab was because he he freaked out because they wouldn't let him have his weed that he said was prescribed for depression. Yeah. (laughs) Look, Chris, I'm sure it was at the same time. If you were an actual medical professional, you're also going to realize that that's complete crap.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, you know, you know who else might be really good at that game? Andy Sandberg, If you remember, Andy Sandberg punches people while eating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that might—he might be okay at it. I don't know though. He never knocked anyone out. He just managed to knock the food out of their mouth.
0: So uh, things didn't work well for our dear hero Marvel. Uh, His taser misfired, Mm -hmm. and the intended victim then pulled out a concealed forty caliber pistol and shot him in the leg and buttocks.
1: Mm. Was this during Black Friday by any chance? Oh, I wish it were. Oh, because I was going to say, was it at a Walmart? Was it last year? (laughs) Because (laughs) it might have been our guy.
0: Weaver, of course, to the surprise of no one, said he and his friends had been smoking pot and drinking prior to the attack.
1: No, no, okay, hold on. That does surprise (laughs) me a little bit. Because I would think that the, the weed might balance it out for him to the point where he's like, look, man, I don't really want to punch anyone right now. I just want to go get some terrible food like Taco Bell. <laughs> so he's stoned. I mean, that usually doesn't make people all aggro. I remember Bill Hicks had a great bit where he was talking about if you go to a game and someone's being really loud and aggressive and in your face, are they drunk or have they been smoking marijuana? Of course they're drunk. This is how a fight goes if someone is high. Hey, buddy hey what and then he just sort of stares at his thumb for a while (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i actually am kind of surprised that they were they were stoned and that he wanted to play the knockout game
0: yeah uh and of course now he ends up with a second hole in his ass for his uh for his troubles
1: yes that's true (laughs) lucky him
0: so um Next, we can move on to the guy being arrested twice for the same crime or bad news for a married couple or pepper spray goes wrong.
1: Pepper spray always goes wrong. Let's hear about why this one went wrong.
0: Dateline Albuquerque. A uh, lawsuit says a New Mexico corrections officer used a chemical agent on a woman's genitals after authorities found a plastic baggie protruding from her vagina. Go on. The federal lawsuit filed last week by the ACLU of New Mexico says the Bernalillo uh, County Corrections Officer sprayed the chemical agents twice on the woman's genitals during a strip search in November 2011.
1: Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian. And again, you know, I, I've been wrong before. I will be wrong again. And I'm fine with that. Sure. Okay. And that. I think this world would be a better place if we were all able to admit that we are not right all the time. Right. Some people are not capable of that. We have talked about it before in this show. However, I really fail to understand why, if you were strip searching someone and you see a baggie protruding from that area, that you thought, hey, I should spray it there. I thought the whole point was that you pepper spray someone in the face and that incapacitates them for a while while you were able to subdue them and put them in handcuffs or what have you. So maybe I'm just unclear on how this all works, but maybe someone can explain this to me as to why this was a good idea in the first place.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I know we have a number of female listeners to the program. Surely they have some kind of an answer on why pepper spraying a woman in the vagina would be a move that would work here.
1: That just sounds so incredibly painful. Um... That's, oh, that's, oh, <laughs> that sounds
0: so bad. Uh, ACLU officials say the chemical agent was pepper spray and was used to punish the woman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is pepper spraying a woman in the in the, uh, in the privates is used for punishment? I never would have known.
1: Well, all I know is that some internet message boards have some new ideas now. Oh, God. The uh,
0: The woman had been brought into the Metropolitan Detention Center in Albuquerque on a probation violation. She had previously pled guilty to conspiracy, to drug trafficking.
1: Okay. So they found drugs on her and and wanted to punish her? So other than arresting her and holding her until she has a chance for trial, uh, they just decided, hey, we're just going to knock out this punishment now by spraying pepper spray in her vijay. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Totally. Logic just totally adds up.
0: Gosh. The bad thing is we now have two candidates for uh, title for this program.
1: Pepper Spray and the Vajay.
0: There's Pepper Spray and the Vajay and there's British Pesos.
1: British, I, I'm, I'm sticking with British pesos. Okay. Uh, part of the reason that I, I was so partial to that, especially as the name of a bar, is that there was a bar called the Silver Peso in Larkspur, California, which is where my high school was, <laughs> uh, and that when people would come back for, for holidays and whatnot, that is where they would always end up going. Uh, to this day, I've still never had a drink there, though, of course, because my family moved away from the area, so I have no reason to go back to Marin County most of the time. But when I do, I am going to make a point of going in and sucking down some sort of light beer even if it takes you know it's me ordering it just so i can chug the thing and leave you know what i'm saying it's just one of those things where (laughs) i feel like i need to have a drink there at some point not because there's anything remarkable about it i don't even know if it's still there for that matter i'm gonna have to check
0: (laughs) okay i'm gonna tell you this next story and i'm not going to say where it happened i'm going to let you guess okay a young married couple in blank who had planned to start a family, were stunned to learn that they are half-brother and sister.
1: Uh, this is called pick a southern state roulette that I'm going through <laughs> in my mind right now. Mississippi!
0: No, I'll continue. The uh, The couple who grew up in the same city in blank had often been teased about looking like each other when they revealed plans to have children. The wife's father confessed that he and the husband's mother were once secret lovers, but he had fallen in love with someone else after she became pregnant. The husband's mother had been dead for 20 years, so the secret appeared safe. After the confession, the couple underwent DNA tests, and it was confirmed they were half-siblings. It is unclear if the couple plans to remain married.
1: Dude. (laughs) Oh. I, I, as... You know, I'm sure that there are a variety of reactions to this story that people have had. You know, like, that's disgusting. Um, I actually genuinely feel bad for those people. Um, Just because you and I both know how hard it is to find someone that you love and care enough for that you would want to be in a long-term relationship with, let alone start a family. Right. So they've gone through all of that. They've gotten to the point where they're married. They want to start a family. They've done all of these things. And oh, by the way, you half-brother and sister. That's – I feel very bad for them. They also are going to have um, – if if you haven't you know done sort of direct mail campaign to their houses, if you're some sort of psychiatric care person in the area, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> It'd be a cold call. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, West Virginia.
0: Uh no, <laughs> actually it's not West Virginia. Although there's the old uh, law bar uh, question that allegedly was out there where <laughs> if uh, if a couple in West Virginia divorces are they still brother and sister <laughs> but it was not it was not West Virginia
1: okay well i uh what am i taking one more guess and then it's three strikes out yes am i even in the right region with either of them
0: you are not
1: uh that i'm going to go to utah
0: no okay so I will tell you, it is in Jiangxi Province in China.
1: Well, you didn't. I, you, I made it sound like it was domestic. Well, that's not.
0: That's not entrapment. Come on,
1: Chris Tucker says they all look alike. Brian, come on. <laughs> How are they supposed to know? Jeez.
0: Okay, we've uh, we've put off this notice.
1: I, I, notice I, I threw that threw that right on Chris Tucker. Yeah. I didn't say that. Chris Tucker did. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was gonna say you threw him under the bus, but he was probably already under there repairing it. Uh, <laughs> we've uh we've avoided this story for long enough. Dateline Palm Beach. A uh Palm Springs man has been arrested for the second time in less than a month for he had
1: dinner after five o'clock.
0: <laughs> no. Oh. For uh for public masturbation.
1: Are you sure he wasn't just giving it some air like our friend last week? <laughs> uh
0: Edward Michael Alvin, 34, faces uh, four counts of indecent exposure after he was seen by several witnesses masturbating in the arrivals area of Palm Beach International Airport on Friday night. (laughs) Well, uh, (laughs) I didn't have anything to do. I was waiting for for my friend's plane to get in. I just figured I'd jack it while I was waiting.
1: Now, the thing is, is I'm wondering if this is not the first time he's done this before. Does he have a strategy like he waits for planes to fly in from California, <laughs> something like that, but avoids the flights from, you know, for like he avoids the flights from Kentucky or something like that?
0: I, I still, after reading this, I still have Jack and it in San Diego stuck in my head.
1: Yeah, now. absolutely. But you see what I'm saying? Do you, yeah. do you think the guy has some sort of strategy for this?
0: I'm sure he does. Uh, Um, Alvin admitted to a deputy that he was masturbating while, quote, acknowledging that he has a problem, unquote, according to the affidavit.
1: You think? (laughs) Really? You think you have a problem, sir? You think masturbating in an airport is a little much? Uh,
0: Alvin was arrested on November 8th after an off-duty police officer caught him masturbating while at the Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles in West Palm Beach. (laughs) Wait a minute.
1: minute. No. Okay. Hold on. What are you going to do there? What are you going to use? Like, I don't... (laughs) How is that gonna work?
0: (laughs) I don't even know.
1: (laughs) Like, like you could at least see an attractive. Let's assume that he likes women. (laughs) You could, you could assume that he might see an attractive woman walking through the airport, and maybe you know that's when he starts up. But Uh, at the DMV, they're. It's just you know unless you're you're trying to masturbate to like sadness then I don't think it's going to work.
0: <laughs> maybe anger turns you on.
1: Yeah, you know maybe uh, <laughs> bureaucracy really gets you going. <laughs> oh man.
0: Those 75-year-old women given driving tests. I just I can't contain myself. Woo.
1: <laughs> she can't see well enough so she got her license taken away. That's hot. <laughs> Um, um. I hope everyone's enjoying the show so far.
0: Yeah. By the way, in the uh, in the chat room, he was not uh, involved with the ship Um The off-duty officer told Alvin to stop masturbating. However, he ignored the order and was arrested. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to stop beating it. No, I'm good. All right, you're <laughs> under arrest.
1: But I'm almost finished. <laughs>
0: Can you give me 30 seconds?
1: Oh, can I can – do you need me to stop? Okay, well, I, I just realized I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no. Oh, gosh. Do you, as if that wasn't enough of an idea that he might have a problem, that they asked him to stop, and he's like, you know what? I'm just, just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. See, I'm
0: amazed it didn't happen while this – ...happened. Uh, Dateline Pinellas Park. A Pinellas Park movie theater full of families received an unexpected surprise Friday... ...as they waited for Disney's newest animated movie to start... ...a sexually explicit scene that caused some parents to rush their children to the exits. Oh, no. Uh, Lynn Green of Largo was at the Regal Cinemas Park Place Stadium 16 with her grandchildren when it happened. She said there were some technical difficulties that delayed the start of the movie... ...so the theater temporarily played another cartoon. They put in the filler... It looked like Steamboat Willie, the old Mickey Mouse cartoon, and then all of a sudden it goes into this other scene, Green said. So what she's saying is it went from Steamboat Willie to One-Eyed Willie, I would guess.
1: You know, I I didn't really realize that Brad Pitt from Fight Club really went around operating movie theaters, but now we know that he really does. (laughs) He's cutting in, and and this time he went a little crazy, not just cutting in a single frame, but cutting in a whole scene.
0: This, uh, I'll read this part. Uh, the, most of the rest of the story is kind of just stupid copy, but uh, although the movie company as opposed,
1: said... <laughs> as opposed to the rest of what we read
0: well, yeah. Although the movie company said the clip only played for less than two minutes, Green said it seemed to last much longer. Quote, it seemed like forever when you're trying to, you know, cover a little guy's eyes, she said. I didn't have enough hands to cover his ears, too, and he got the sound down real good, unquote. He got the
1: sound <laughs> down real good. Ah. <sighs> Is there any word if our friend from the previous story was just saying, can I get 30 more seconds?
0: <laughs> no.
1: Okay. That's true. Is there any truth to the rumor that uh, Fred Willard was at the show?
0: Pee-wee Herman.
1: <laughs> I, I have to admit that Jerry mentioning Pee-wee Herman in the chat room did make me think of Fred Willard. <laughs> oh, man.
0: And... Uh, Finally, there's there's this because um, there there are actually a couple of things that might uh, might spur a big question, but and we'll get to those in just a second. I actually shared this with my father over the uh, the holiday break, and I'll share it with the rest of the uh, the listening audience. Dateline Oak Hill, Florida. <sighs> oh boy, an Oak Hill couple has quite a story to tell after chasing down several young people accused of burglarizing their home. Oh boy, yeah there's a lot more to this
1: okay <laughs> you seem bothered by something you're about to read
0: on tuesday afternoon the couple noticed several people walking in on their property at 151 gary avenue toward a mother-in-law suite that's connected to the main house at first the couple thought the group was going to visit their grandson who lives in the smaller residence but the woman noticed her grandson's car wasn't in the driveway and knew something was up she said the group started to burglarize the home, and she called her husband, who armed himself and fired the gun into the ground, police said. Quote, I knew I couldn't shoot them. Legally, you can't shoot them when they're running away, so I pumped one into the ground, which was good. It alerted all my neighbors, unquote, said Ira Roberts.
1: I got to say, we always talk about people with high awareness rating or low awareness rating on this program. I think you've got to agree, Brian, that that's got to be a 90 plus awareness rating to know you can't shoot someone in the back. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: It's like, yeah, I, I can't put one in him, but they can't do anything about me shooting into the ground. <laughs> Let's go ahead and empty my clip into the ground. Right,
1: yeah. Just alerted all my neighbors real good. And that is, well, I don't know. I, I just have always wondered, you know, the concept of people shooting guns in the air about, you know, don't they have to come down at some point? Uh,. So I guess that's the smart play,
0: although uh you know if if, uh, if Nate dog had known about that his lyrics wouldn't have been as good you know sixteen in the clip and one in the hole Nate dog's about to make some grass turn cold you know there's
1: that wouldn't be as effective no I don't no think. that wouldn't so have made regulators quite the track it was <laughs> um,
0: there's but that's
1: that's true yeah
0: there's there's more than that though um, one neighbor Beverly Rose encountered one of the suspects taking off and tackled him to the ground. Quote, I did make a comment to him how he liked being caught and tackled by a 44-year-old woman. He kept shaking his head, unquote, said Rose. Rose said she might be older, but she used to be a professional boxer. Ooh. Justin Goodrich, 23, didn't answer because he started having a seizure, according to investigators.
1: Wow, that took an interesting turn.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, it started did.
1: started having a seizure. Um, you know, I've never had a seizure in my life, but I may too if I was tackled by Sally O'Malley. (laughs)
0: Where was, where was, (laughs) where was Chris Tucker to stand over him and and yell about what happened to him? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. You got knocked him. Uh, (laughs) two other suspects, Kayla Self, 23 of New Smyrna Beach and Alex Safford, 18 of Oak Hill, saw their friend and what happened to him and then took off in a vehicle.
1: Uh, that would be smart. I don't know why they didn't get to the vehicle sooner. <laughs> you know, like, usually when you're going to try to commit a crime like that, you want to have the vehicle ready to roll. It's like, just screw tip. him. He's, yeah. ca- he's catching
0: one from a woman. We're out.
1: Uh, but they were caught anyway. So Whoa. now they, yeah, they were just – did they now that they probably end up with an additional charge for fleeing the scene?
0: Yes. Yes, they did.
1: Awesome. Okay.
0: <laughs> Uh, And there are two things that I thought might uh, spark a big question or at least a big conversation on the program uh, as we wind down to about 20 minutes or so left in the program. Microsoft researchers have designed a smart bra that can detect stress.
1: Wait, say that again, please.
0: Microsoft researchers have designed a smart bra that can detect stress.
1: Wow. Okay. Interesting idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so many places I could go with this.
1: Does it interface with Xbox One? <laughs> Do you have a Fitbit that you put in your bra? <laughs> yeah. Is that does it track your workouts too, or your heart rate, or Nike something pl- of that nature? Nike
0: Plus Plus. <laughs> <laughs> My dad Nike- asked me. My dad asked me if it massages the inhabitants.
1: Well, I don't know. That's an interesting idea there. But, um, yeah, do you have the Nike Plus D? No, I only have the Nike Plus C. (laughs) Sad face. The
0: the prototype contains removable sensors that monitor heart and skin activity to provide an indication of mood levels. The aim was to find out if wearable technology could help prevent stress-related overeating. That wasn't what I figured they were going to do with that. Oh, that really wasn't what I was thinking at all. Uh, mood data was provided to the wearer via a smarto- yeah, smartphone app. Use Take-Two. Um, in order to highlight when emotional eating was likely to occur.
1: Okay. All right. I, I mean, I see what they're doing here. I, you know, I, I don't think that you necessarily need um, a specialized bra... In order to do it, all you need to do is you know find out I, I think there would be a greater correlation between emotional eating and listening to like Kelly Clarkson songs or something like that. <laughs> you know what I 'm talking about. You know what I mean like if she is listening to certain songs um, you know by like, Carrie Underwood, then emotional eating is about to happen. I, I think that that's probably an easier way to break this down rather than spend all this money on censors involving uh bras but you know hey if you're a researcher and especially a male researcher i have no doubt that you've been very passionate about this project
0: morning where is listening to adele and cutting herself warning
1: (laughs) yeah adele good call (laughs) Uh, oh my god she just listening to rolling in the deep for the 10th straight time ben and jerry's (laughs) is coming out of the fridge and oh there it is
0: her singing has reached over 100 decibels. <laughs> shut down sequence. Shut down sequence. Uh, <laughs> she screamed, there's a fire, loud enough for, for it to be heard. Um, a, uh, a team from Microsoft's Visualization, that's the way it's written, an interaction research group embedded in electrocardiogram and electrodermal dermal activity sensors, as well as a gyroscope and accelerometer in the bra.
1: God, I wish I understood what that did.
0: (laughs) It sounds awesome.
1: (laughs) Get the EKG. uh, The the gyroscope and accelerometer, I don't really quite understand.
0: Yeah, for those of you who are scientists who listen to this program, and I know that there are tons of you who are, you know, academic types, maybe you can inform us on what all this does. Right.
1: That would be very helpful.
0: (laughs) In uh, In their paper, the researchers say using a bra, quote, was ideal because it allowed us to collect EKG near the heart, unquote. Huh. Efforts to create a similar piece of underwear for men worked less well, largely because the sensors were located too far away from the heart.
1: I would imagine <laughs> that might be the case. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, if I can't believe I'm about to ask this, if if the woman's bra reacted one way when Kelly Clarkson was in the area, how would the man's underwear react when Kelly Clarkson was in the area? <laughs>
1: Shutdown of activity, baby. <laughs> uh, I think that's what you're getting at.
0: <laughs> the underwear went into sleep mode. Uh, sleep mode. Nice. Uh, the, uh, the women testing the technology reported their emotions for about six hours a day over a period of four days. Quote, it was very tedious for participants to wear our prototype sensing system as the boards had to be recharged every three to four hours, unquote. Microsoft senior research designer Asta Roseway said.
1: Yeah, I would think that would be awkward if you're just sitting at your desk and you've got a freaking power cord running to your chest area. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just recharging my bra. You know.
0: Yeah, I I, uh, I started up my bra and got the blue boobs of death. I had to reboot.
1: Uh, <laughs> blue boobs of death is another entrant for the title of the program.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Let me write that You yeah. know,
1: I noticed that I had had the last couple. And it was like, you know, I have a feeling that uh, – um, you are absolutely have have this week's for some reason. Because I don't know if I'm able to top Brad Kitt, son of Knight Rider. Uh,
0: wearable technology is increasingly being used. And by the way, in the uh, in the chat room, no, whenever a woman suggests a back rub to relieve stress, you don't start with her boobs. Uh, that's not her back.
1: Yeah, that's not her back.
0: I mean, I'm not a big anatomy guy, but I, I at least know that much. Uh, wearable technology is increasingly being used to monitor a range of health conditions last month saw the re- release of a Twitter connected bra that tweeted every time it was unhooked to encourage women to self-examine their breasts.
1: Hold on. I want to make sure that I understand exactly. Cause that's just it. Can you, can you just read that again?
0: Last month saw the release of a Twitter connected bra that tweeted every time it was unhooked to encourage women to self-examine their
1: breasts. So does it, tweet to your account like do you have to set it up somehow to say like oh my twitter account is at ed barnes so if i decided to put it on and take it off it would tweet at ed barnes hey don't forget to give yourself a self-exam ed god i hope so (laughs) that would be pretty amusing actually uh to really do but still it just that's you know People are, are managing to put technology in places that I just never really, not even imagined it being, but just never thought it necessary to be.
0: Hashtag save the Tatas.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I guess that's why, you know, I guess that's why Breast Cancer Month is so popular. And when they try to do the November uh, thing, it's, excuse me, sir, why do you look like a sex offender? <laughs>
0: and of course there were women who were who were telling me that they were participating in Movember this year.
1: I'm just stupefied by that comment. I'm participating in November with that facial hair. Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe do they did they have did they get Rogaine for themselves and put it on their upper lip for a month? No, like they, how does that work?
0: They said it was winter and they were going without shaving their legs.
1: That's not participating in November, no. That's no. Uh, that's Judges participating. Say no. That's
0: participating in Lilith Fair is what that's that's yeah, participating seriously. in. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played.
1: Yeah, um, that's not the same. Yeah, that just doesn't. Uh, I don't even have a good response for that. I didn't just say no, no. Um,
0: yeah, it, it just occurred to me we never went to Judge Mill's Lane on on that whole thing. So, <laughs> I'll allow it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's uh... gosh. Uh, I, I did want to mention though, because I mentioned earlier the Silver Silver Peso Bar and was wondering if it was still there. Yeah. Uh, not only is it still there, but it's got four. It's it's a rated four stars on Yelp with eighty reviews. So. You know, apparently, uh, not only is it there, but people seem to really like it.
0: What would the British peso get get, uh, get rated on Yelp?
1: The British peso wouldn't be rated as it would be called a garlic breath tosser and be beaten <laughs> about the head and neck area, I think. <laughs> um, last year, a
0: patent was awarded to a U.S. firm that was working on a wearable device that analyzed breast heat in order to detect cancer. Okay. And meanwhile, in response to a series of rapes in India, three engineering students developed a bra loaded with sensors and an electronic circuit that is activated when someone attempts to grope a woman who's wearing it.
1: Okay, now <laughs> i I applaud I applaud the effort. To try, no, I'm serious. I'm dead serious when I say I applaud any effort to try to protect women who are the victim of sexual assault, is as it's a terrible thing. Of I course. I think we can all agree on that. Of yes. course. That's, that's, that's a given. Yes. However, I got to say I feel like you are protecting the wrong area.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think Do they really like start you, upstairs.
1: Yeah, maybe – okay, maybe it's, it's – that might happen, but I'm saying things start to really get serious when things move downstairs. So students in India, I, I see you working – I think you might want to rethink your design on this one. John, a.k.a. whatever your actual name is. (laughs) Uh,
0: I I was reminded. I didn't mention this before. Dateline, Madison, Wisconsin. An area that I know you love. Uh, Wisconsin authorities thought they could curb libidos at the state's nude beach by closing it on weekdays, but citation data shows the move just shifted the hanky-panky to the weekend.
1: I had no idea that Wisconsin had a state nude beach. Uh,
0: I didn't either.
1: Okay. Well, that would
0: fall under the you learn something new everyday category. It says that exposing one's genitals is a
1: misdemeanor in Wisconsin. Is it been a misdemeanor in all the stories that we've mentioned in Florida? If not, maybe these people could migrate for the summer
0: from I... Florida. Yeah, I mean, see, now I need to find out where there's a nude beach in Wisconsin. Hmm. But yeah, that's, uh, that's something for us to find out for the next program.
1: At the same time, I don't doubt that, that the idea of a nude beach in Wisconsin might not be as awesome as the nude beach, say, that in Florida. Right. I love Wisconsin, but, um, you know, not, not exactly the most active area come wintertime for good reason. You know, I, I just
0: realized I completely forgot a pun early in the program. I feel okay. really stupid for that. I was talking about the, you know, the macaroni and cheese story, and I meant to ask whether or not the guy was cheesed off by what had taken place. And
1: hey! Boom. Wow. How did was I forget that? Is really that really worth it, the callback from a half hour ago?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about callbacks on this program.
1: Oh, it is all about callbacks on this program.
0: So um, we talked on the last program about uh, hashtag FML. So as a bridge to the final story of the program, would you like to look over some of the best tweets from hashtag FML or hashtag YOLO?
1: I think YOLO is going to provide a a better cross-section for me because the FML hashtag uh, not only frustrated me but made me actively start to clench my fists and want to punch something. So let's please stay away from that as I'm still trying to recover from... Uh, you know, the outbreak virus that the uh, ESPN um, uh, employee he managed to pass along slightly to me, and you were trying to recover from your own physical issues. So let's try to stick with something that might just simply make us laugh. Oh, 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 that reminds me too. I wanted to
0: talk about the ultimate first World Pains tweet ever that that I saw earlier today and pointed out to you. Uh, from former Miss America uh, participant Shandy Fennessy. <laughs> She she tweeted... Worst customer service on the planet at BMW USA's Beverly Hills service department. I'm truly shocked. Never go here, never. So what you're telling me is you got... (laughs) Wait wait a
1: second. Wait a second. It was never go here, never? Yeah. That's perfectly well-spoken good English.
0: You got crappy service at a BMW dealership in Beverly Hills.
1: Now, the thing is, is because this tweet's out there... I would be willing to bet that that BMW dealership is now going to bend over backwards to try to make sure she is the happiest camper. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So that just seems like that's a pretty self-serving, as opposed to most tweets. Pretty much most tweets are self-serving. So. You know what I'm saying? By her doing this and by her having a big enough stage, that probably is just going to result in her getting, like, red carpet treatment and, you know, and they're going to send, like – there will be the first World Stretch 7 Series limo or something that they send to go get her or something and drive her around while her car is being serviced or whatever. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or since she yeah. was a
0: uh, a Miss America participant and is a model, maybe she'll get the no carpet treatment.
1: Oh. Oh. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> But that's, yeah, that's, um, there are plenty of things on Twitter that make, make me want to tell someone to shut up, and that would be one of them.
0: The, uh, the first YOLO tweet that I saw, eating a second Go-Gurt, hashtag YOLO.
1: <laughs> that's actually, I love I it. Think that, I think that's actually really funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wish I could stop playing with my butthole in the library, but I just can't help myself, hashtag YOLO.
1: That sounds like hashtag Florida (laughs) Derp.
0: The song Memories by Kid Cootie is my life anthem because all I do is party. Hashtag YOLO.
1: That's just awful. I hope that person enjoys their affliction shirt.
0: (laughs) Now, keep in mind, this is my reading a tweet. This is not my saying this word. See, I would love to spoil my... N word for Christmas, but too bad I don't have an word hashtag. Yolo.
1: That feels like it's missing the Yolo concept. Yeah, I thought you were supposed to be doing something like you know a little crazy or outside of your comfort zone or out of the norm, you know. But you only live once. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really see. I think, I think that, you know what that would be one of those ones where the that would be. Everyone waits for the answer on Family Feud, and a big red X appears at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> <clears throat> no! Ooh. So,
0: hey, we found the one person who watches that show.
1: Nice. <laughs> what, Family Feud? Yeah. Oh, no, I always remember seeing it when it was, like, Richard Dawson, you know, uh, creepily kissing other—kissing uh, contestants on the lips. So that now so,
0: so now Steve Harvey just flashes his teeth creepily at people? Is that how that
1: works? I— I can't say I've seen it with Steve Harvey hosting because uh, I think we're good. I think, I think I'm, I'm okay on that one. It's uh, been very interesting to see how the original kings of comedy have progressed from that movie, by the way. And no, I am not talking – I am not about to make a Bernie Mac joke. That dude was damn funny. Thank God.
0: Uh, yeah, you, two of them went on to host game shows. Cedric the Entertainer hosting Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Just saying, man, you know, what's the
1: deal? He's doing a game show. Yeah, he is. Doing that That,
0: one with Michael Ian Black. I forgot all about that. Wow. See, uh, if Bernie Mac had lived, he would have ended up hosting Wheel of Fortune after Pat Sajak retired. So rest in peace, Bernie Mac.
1: Yeah, seriously. Not making any Bernie Mac jokes. That dude's funny.
0: Uh, Drinking soda before bed. Hashtag YOLO. (sighs)
1: That's the... You know, this happens... Fairly frequently to me, where I will see a tweet from someone or other, and it's usually someone who's been retweeted into my timeline uh, because most of who I follow are, are people, as we've discussed before. Most of the people that I follow on Twitter are people who are media members because I feel like it's a place for me to get news. Right. Okay? Yeah. And it's a way to get quick headlines that if you see something that's interesting, great, or, you know, or people that are funny or something like that. But something that might get retweeted into my timeline, and I'm like, oh, that, you know, who's that person or whatever? And I click on their uh, – and I look at their Twitter profile, and I see that they've got something like 7,000 tweets. And I think, what percentage of those are actually any good at all?
0: If it's anything like mine, probably about maybe 5 or
1: 10%. But the thing is, though, is a lot of the time that you're tweeting, you're tweeting from a game. So True. you're keeping people updated on a game you're at or you're commenting on, you know, America's game of the week <laughs> on Sunday afternoon America. or, you know, what I'm talking about, the World Series or some fairly major sporting event on television or a game you're covering. Fine. Totally understandable. That's what a lot of people are doing on Twitter. That's all good. But – to tweet out something like drinking a soda before bed, hashtag YOLO. Not only are you not funny, um, but you're just wasting other people's time at this point. There's
0: uh, there's this one. Homework is what I should be doing, but I'm actually eating Doritos and Snapchatting. So Ratch, which is short for Ratchet, hashtag YOLO. Fail. It's
1: down. And then you're gonna ha- People are gonna have to People are going to have to go a lot harder than this in order to beat... Eating a second Go-Gurt, hashtag YOLO. Well, That's funny.
0: This is the uh, the final one, and uh, I think this might be our winner. Okay. This from uh, at Clueless Helen, which lists it's Helen Keller. Oh, gosh. Doing your makeup in the dark, hashtag YOLO. <laughs> That's
1: kind of funny. <laughs> That's kind of funny.
0: And now I have to go look and see what else this person tweets tweets as Helen Keller. <laughs> hashtag, yeah. Hashtag my favorite songs of two thousand twelve. Well this is awkward. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is uh so this is really this is really weird. You know, I just did a Twitter search for YOLO, hashtag YOLO myself, and the second tweet is a picture of three younger ladies uh and it's by Hannah Schaefer that says wearing our PJs to the calf. Hashtag YOLO. No, that's not how you do it, people. That is not good. <laughs>
0: More of the uh, the Clueless Helen tweets. Can't decide if I want to paint my room corduroy or velcro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not bad. I do have to say that I, I see this one where it's someone uh, whose uh, Twitter handle is BadSantaLAD and it says just punched an elf. #Yol hashtag you. <laughs> That's not bad.
0: <laughs> Roses are red. Violets are blue. I can't see expletive. deaf jokes aren't funny at all and I don't want to hear them oh this is just hateful
1: yeah Um, this
0: uh... (laughs) (laughs) hashtag thoughts at a house party where's the music
1: at (laughs) I just came across um, I just came across this guy uh, Johnny Jr. at Alec, A-L-E-K, Jacobs. It's it's a series of tweets that says, I really don't want to hear this lecture by my dad right now. All right? And then a friend of him sees this and says, Quit subtweeting your father. He will kick your ass. (laughs) The next tweet, I am done with you. I could really care less. Hashtag fed up. Then the next one is, the next one is a response to the other one saying, quit subtweeting your dad, saying, I know, I I know, I scared. If he sees this, my life is over. And then the last tweet, which is the one that brought this all to my attention, was my dad is going to kill me now. LOL. Nice to know you all. Hashtag YOLO.
0: <laughs> the uh, <laughs> That's that's awesome. The, yeah. the the final Helen Keller tweet that I'll read from here. Just read a pretty cool basketball. Oh. <laughs> that Dude, is hateful.
1: Hater. <laughs> Mad hater.
0: Hashtag hatin'. Um, finally, from one of our favorite sources, HuffPo, pro tip to millennials, you might want to leave your parents at home when you show up for a job interview. <laughs> Though this may seem like a pretty basic rule of getting a job etiquette, 8% of recent college graduates brought their parents along to an interview, according to an ADECO survey cited by the Wall Street Journal. What's more, a full 3% actually had their parents sit in on their interview.
1: Of course, all I can think of is stepbrothers at this point. Sure, sure. We'll be interviewing as a team. (laughs) Is your name Pan? It's with an N. (laughs)
0: See, one of our regular listeners to the program, Gretchen, actually works in human services and has for a while, or human resources, whatever you want to call it. So uh, I I need to find out from her whether this has ever happened in any line line of work she's ever been in.
1: Yeah, I I can only imagine. Oh, gosh. I, I, you know, I've met plenty of people who, well into their 20s, Or even later in their lives, are still quite attached to their parents. Right. And you know, and and uh, don't get me wrong, being close to your parents is a very good thing. You know, that's that's all well and good. You should have a good relationship with your parents. You should be close to your parents. At the same time, it can be a little much in some cases. And uh, I can only imagine what some of the stories would be like from some of the households of the 3% that had their parents sit in on the job interview with them. What, what, I mean, Can you even off the top of your head think of something that may have happened during that person's life? You know what I mean? Uh, that that may have suggested that this might be coming. I, I mean, I could only did, – did their parents sit in on their dates?
0: Their parents probably were sitting in while, while uh, said child lost their virginity. Had to have been.
1: I was just uh, you know, you kicked it up a notch. I was thinking that the parents maybe sat with them and the you know, the parents were in front seat while they moved to the back seat on Lover's Lane no, you, or something like that. They're
0: they're in some some uh you know, dorm room somewhere and then you hear this voice from the corner going, Honey, that's not the way I taught you to do it. That's
1: not how you do it.
0: <laughs> that's teeth. Mom less teeth.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. i sh- I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that always that awkward parent move too when they try to give their kid advice the kid snaps back and go okay okay okay, okay. Meanwhile, and I know <laughs> I'm destined to do it but that's fine
0: meanwhile she goes back to knitting a dish towel in the corner or something uh, for these 20 somethings who have grown accustomed to a life micromanaged by parents having mom or dad by your side during the ultimate test may only seem natural Indeed, helicopter parenting, which can range from scheduling playdates for kids to even writing letters to college admissions officers to boost their 17-year-old's chances, has become a norm for many millennials.
1: You know, one of the things um, – and since since we are not parents, right. uh, I may call on uh, our friend in the chat room, Jerry, who is a parent and, in fact, a parent to you. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Jerry – uh, that's, that's what you've been led to believe, I guess, then, Brian. Uh, no, uh, the thing that I don't understand, uh, Jerry, maybe you can explain this to me. I thought that one of the things that being a parent was is trying to teach your child independence and teaching your child to be able to function on their own without you and then subsequently being able to let them go. And, yes, we've seen much entertainment that deals with this fact that parents are sad when their child goes away to college or things of that nature. But ultimately, that is something that needs to happen in order for this person to function in the world. I, I think, like I said, I don't have kids, so I'm looking for confirmation from an actual parent. So we'll have to see what Jerry has to say about that.
0: Assuming we haven't put him to sleep.
1: There's uh, he might be. I don't know. It's, uh, well, it's after 9 o'clock back there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Continuing (laughs) – yeah, he probably is. This trend isn't necessarily a good thing. Recent research shows that parents' over-involvement in their children's lives can actually result in worse grades and decreased satisfaction for their kids. Still, employers are catering to that tendency by hosting take-your-parents-to-work days and inviting them to open houses, the Wall Street Journal reports.
1: Okay. Um, You know – when I worked at Channel 4 San Diego, my dad came into the office a couple times, uh, mainly because what had happened was, is I would get him tickets to a game, and then after the game is over, I would have some stuff that I would need to wrap up that night because it would make my job easier the next day. So he would come back with me to the office, and we, you know, I'd knock out my work, and, you know, he'd say hello to some people, and all that kind of stuff, and I'd introduce him to my coworkers, yada yada. That's one thing. You know, he's there, he has to wait for me because I'm his ride. You know, that kind of thing. But bring your parent to work day really bothers me. Yeah. There's,
0: uh, there's more, actually, which is scary. Uh, millennials' inclination to lean on a parent may be about more than just helicopter parenting. The weak economy means that a new college graduate takes a job they feel they're overqualified for once every five minutes, according to a recent McKinsey report. And half of recent college graduates work jobs that don't require a degree. A January report from the Center for College Affordability and Productivity found about 13% of recent college graduates said they got a job through a parental connection, according to the ADECO survey.
1: Okay, well, then I then I guess I'm I'm the a-hole here since I actually am doing some work with my parents' business right <laughs> now. <laughs> At the same time, I'm still actually I'm doing there plenty of freelance television, too, uh, but I guess I can't really talk uh, at all anymore about this story because I'm part of the problem.
0: <laughs> You're supposed to be part of the solution.
1: I, I am. I thought I was. Um, but, you know, I, at the same time, my parents actually said, look, we could really use your help as we're really trying to do a better job with our Facebook page for our business, and we were hoping you could help us out with that. Um, and I've had some of the stereotypical interactions you might expect where you're, you try to explain things like, okay, first they like your page, and then they can like a post. No, no, no. Just because they like a post doesn't mean they – no, if they're not – you can't <laughs> friend someone as the business biz... – so I've had, I've had some of those conversations already, but um... – yeah, now all of a sudden I just feel like a giant turd in the punch bowl here, Brian.
0: <laughs> Repeat: we have a turd in the punch bowl. Yep. <laughs> as we uh, as we end the program, we should probably let our loyal listeners know this is December with uh, with Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve being on a Tuesday. Unless we do some kind of a new year, or a year wrap up show, which we might, who knows? Uh, we only have two shows remaining in the year. Whoa! So. Scary to think Is this that
1: the part where I talk about, oh my God, Brian, can you believe it's December already? Yeah, I know. Wow, so
0: oh uh, not just that, but we've we will have done fifteen shows by the time that rolls around.
1: Wow, that's the, you know, hey, not, not only have we had a sports show that's been running for nine darn years. decade now. Yeah, what? <laughs> uh, we've got another. So it's, it's not apparently just talking. Uh, Talking out of our backsides about sports wasn't enough. We had to talk out of our backsides about plenty of other things.
0: And uh, also, for those of you listening, too, it is birthday month for Ed and me. Uh, We we have birthdays in the same month. We are eight days apart. Uh, So for those of you who want to buy extravagant gifts for both of us, we will certainly set you up with how to do so.
1: Yeah, I think that what we're going to do, because it works so well for uh, female adult entertainers, is we're going to set up Amazon wish lists. And we (laughs) figured that they'll just sort of be – you know, taken care of by the time my birthdays roll around.
0: <laughs> now, actually, I actually have an Amazon wish list, and it, I have one because of my father, because he doesn't like going shopping at all. If you ever ask him, he he would rather, you know, get beaten down in an alley than, than go into a, uh, a an establishment. So I have an Amazon wish list for him because it makes it easier. He can buy stuff and doesn't have to actually venture out amongst the unwashed masses.
1: I don't, I can't remember the last time that I went to a mall around holiday season. I will do, um, pretty much anything to avoid that at this point. Uh, I remember one Christmas Eve when I was far younger, I was like 10, where I had not done any Christmas shopping and I literally walked into the mall and was out in a half hour and I think it must have just been, here's five different things that I see at the same place. I'm buying them all, we'll wrap them up, I'm on my way. Yeah,
0: I I went out for a little bit on Friday after all the madness had quieted down and everything so I could get a a laptop speaker for my dad, and that was pretty much about all I did.
1: So what time did you
0: venture out to do this? It was like, I don't know, 3.30, something like that, in the afternoon, not in the morning.
1: So was it dead by 3.30 in the afternoon?
0: Uh, Yes, thankfully.
1: So all of the walking dead zombie ladies from the GMC commercial we talked about last week (laughs) had gone home?
0: Yeah, and plus I went to Staples, so I mean there's not a whole lot of Black Friday people hanging out at Staples. that's true.
1: that's true. You know, like if they're going to have all these fights on Black Friday, why are we why are we fighting it so much? I don't understand why we can't just make it where, you know, we have the contestants play like an American Gladiator game to see who gets the flat screen. You know what I mean? (laughs) You get like two people with the joust. Forget that.
0: Get the tennis ball gun.
1: The tennis ball gun's awesome, but you need a lot of space for that. <laughs> so I was trying to think of something you could do in closer quarters. Um, maybe try to do the great game where you have to try to like uh, juke past the uh, juke past the gladiator to try and you know dunk the ball into the. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah. the The question I have though is would trash can. Yeah would would Mike Adamley, Joe Thiesman, or Larry Zonka be your uh, your host?
1: Um, I guess it depends on what you're looking for. Um, If you're looking for more talk about – you know the name of it. I can't remember the name of what his uh, prostate health cutic (laughs) – Super super Beta Prostate. Super Beta – yeah, but you know the active ingredient, which is what freaked me out even more when you said it.
0: Beta Cytosterol.
1: Oh, my gosh, Brian, that, that's so scary. <laughs> yes, it uh, is. So if you wanted to hear more about prostate health, you could get Joe Theismann. If you wanted to get someone uh, who was just happy to find a place where he could shower, it would be Mike Adamley. If you wanted to get someone who probably couldn't finish his own sentences at some point, it would be Larry Zonka.
0: Now, Mike Adamley's still living off residuals from being his, uh, from being the WWE commissioner. What? Yeah, Mike Adamley was the uh, on-camera WWE commissioner for quite a while. <laughs>
1: Wow, that's what a gig for him to get. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I bet he has a really great rolling bag, because they all do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Yeah. I have a great... Hey, I travel a lot. I have a great rolling bag. It's made by Samsonite. It's got four wheels. I've already used the lifetime warranty on it to get a new one once. What can I say? So, uh, yeah, on that
0: note, if you want to buy us anything extravagant for our birthday, buy another rolling bag or whatever you
1: wish for. No, to do. I have one. It's got a lifetime warranty. Please don't buy me that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll find I will put together an Amazon wish list. That does freak me out by the way. The the adult stars that that make Amazon wish lists and their fans go on there and buy them stuff.
0: Well, desperation has a uh, a rather foul scent.
1: I was just going to say that all I could think is I really wish I could get the reaction from the large African American bartender and forgetting Sarah Marshall who said to him Think I bet you think strippers like you too. <laughs> so
0: let's let's let that be the last word. Uh, cool. That that'll be the end of Did That Make Air episode 13. So uh, for those of you listening on the live side, Sports Matters coming up next. If you're listening on the recorded side, we'll see you back here next week same time same channel. The next to last program, I think before the year ends, we might do another one to wrap up the year. Who knows? But until then, save all your British pesos and keep the pepper spray out of your Vijay We'll talk to you soon.